0: The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Verarian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you? Hope you are all keeping the well out there in bagpipe and land, um, because um, yeah, this past week has been nothing short of interesting. Yeah, let's just say this is my second attempt at recording this week's podcast, because my first attempt got a bit of a listen through, uh, because... I'm going to be talking about something quite controversial and i'm sure a lot of you guys out there know exactly what i will be talking about um mm, yeah but i'd give it a little bit of a listen through and i scrapped the first draft so here we go It's round number two for me, uh, but it's round number one for you guys. (laughs) So, welcome to the Big Rab Show podcast. If this is the first time you're tuning in, you are very welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk. So, if it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it competitive piping and drumming, which is our bed, bread and butter, or it could be Celtic music, folk music, all of that sort of stuff... If it has pipes in it at all, that's what we're here for. The love of our instrument, the love of our music, and our way of the bagpiping life. That's what we're here for. So, yes, with each and every podcast, we do like to remind you all that we are like every other podcast out there. And we do have a Patreon. If you'd like to help support us, then you can do. If you enjoy any of the work or any of the output that we do here in The Rab Show, then please do consider going over there to our Patreon page and clicking support. Now... What do you get whenever you click support? Well, first of all, you get to support us by paying $5 a month. And what? I'm paying $5? What for? Well, trust me, there is so much exclusive content over there on Patreon. Now, at this point, there's too much for me to talk about. There's so much exclusive Patreon stuff over there make your head spin and honestly i would be accused of reading a hashtag list uh that's not like me so honestly your support over on patreon really does mean the world to us all on the rab show team it really helps especially through this terrible time of the COVID 19 lockdown scariness and all of that so yes as well as you're supporting your fellow musicians and all out there by purchasing new music perhaps yeah maybe support your favorite podcasters as well you know So there you go, by way of a shameless plug. Uh, But yes, definitely check us out on Patreon. There's so much happening over there. Honestly, this is just too much to talk about. Patreon could be a whole different show in itself, just the sheer volume of content we have over there. So go and check it out. Big Rab Show on Patreon. Click support and be part of the Patreon faithful, as we like to say. Grant, now, this week's podcast will be possibly quite controversial now we don't normally shy away from controversial topics as you guys know we've produced two episodes on judging which had quite a profound effect on the pipe and world also we've done other podcasts on all sorts of real hard-hitting topics um that just can't come to mind right now but there has been earth-shattering times where we have talked about some real controversial stuff in the pipe and world and this week is no different and uh It's not quite a topic of the week because I don't think we've reached that stage just yet. But who knows, this could well be a possible future topic of the week. And uh, with each and every episode, we start our podcast with listener mail. Now, listener mail this week has been quite bombarded by one story and one story alone. And we'll get into that in the piping news. So everyone who's tuning in to hear about that. It's coming, don't worry. We'll talk about the big topic that everyone wants to speak about. But let's go through our regular listener mail, first of all, and all the rest of the piping news. It's been quite a busy week in the piping world, actually. Okay, kicking things off with listener mail this week, we have Jim Williamson. Jim, you legend. you. Jim Williamson. He says, Hi, Rab. Uh, I've heard you this past few weeks saying that bands will start on a level playing field next season due to the extra time allotted for practice by the coronavirus. I respectfully disagree. Mm. Okay, he says, at least in the case of the upper grades. Remember, no competitive pipe band exists in a vacuum. It's not just the the few well-motivated bands that are practicing. Every band and band member... ...is putting in extra time... ...to make themselves marketedly ...better for next season. That includes the elite bands... ...like Field Marshal, Inverere, St Lawrence Atul... ...they're working just as hard... ...if not harder than everyone else. I think it's going to take more... ...than extra practice for good bands... ...to become great... ...for great bands to become elite. At the end of the day... ...everyone will be better... ...but they'll still be chasing a handful of other... ...outworldly bands. Yeah... Uh, Jim, I completely agree with you, mate. And yes, I know you respectfully disagree, but I agree with your standpoint. Yes, you are quite right. Um, Every band that I am aware of in the competitive world has went to grind, in in other words. (laughs) They have just went into band halls, and even at home, mostly at home, I should stress, they have been working furiously. Now, I know some of the guys in the top flight have been working furiously on new material and developing their old material, and even not just in the top flight, even development bands and everything have been furiously working hard behind the scenes. So, yes, Jim, you're 100% right, sir, and thank you very much for your email. Much appreciated. Uh, We've also got uh, an email in here from John Ray. Uh, John says, Hi, Rab. I'm the father of Max Ray. Yes. Could you please consider giving him a mention on your show? Who has been piping now for 76 nights? Wow. 76 nights into piping nightly for 100 nights in aid of Strathcaran Hospice. Wow, that's brilliant. Uh, He says, Max is a piper with Dollar Academy, the juvenile band who recently won the Worlds. Yes, we know Dollar very well. And so far, he's raised over £5,000 for donations. uh, For piping outside nursing homes, surprise birthday parties, anniversaries outside people's homes. All while observing social distancing. And from donations from people and all the good work uh, from people, this has all came from the Bridge of Allen and the Stirling area of Scotland. So an example, the local round table donated 500 quid towards his fund for the good work uh, he has been doing since lockdown. Started on the 24th of March. So Max in 2017 also became the world's first wake surfing bagpiper. I think I remember talking about this. (laughs) I remember talking about this on The Rab Show whenever we seen it on social media. So that's Max. There you go. 76 nights now of piping every night. Out of a hundred, and he's raising money for charity, so for the Strathcar and Hospice, absolutely incredible. So well done to Max. Um, so, yes, I just wanted to yeah give that a shout, and also a thanks to John Ray for his email, who is Max's dad, and obviously yeah we will share out the link and everything for Max's fundraising efforts on our social media, of course, so you can go and check that out. It's uh, strathcarandhospice dot forward slash fundraisers, and you can just follow the links, and you'll find Max who's piping for one hundred nights awesome stuff okay all right let's get into some actual news stories before we get into the huge topic that everyone will be tuning in for <clears throat> pipe and press anyway let's get <laughs> let's get to some other piping news and views and stuff before we get into the big nitty-gritty because i do think we're going to be there for a while all right let's get into it. i have to give a big shout out this week to tully Lagan. You come on the lagging. Now, why am I giving Tully Lagan a shout this week? Well, Tully Lagan Pipe Band plus their development pipe band put out a video of them all performing a set of two tunes. Now, this includes their senior members, of course, the Grade 3A band, plus their juniors as well, and their learners as well, which include me. Yeah, I was on there, and this is actually my piping debut, believe it or not. So in case you haven't caught the set, by the way, that was recorded by Tully Lagan, it was a lot of fun. They played two tunes, uh, which was Dream Valley uh, on the road to Glendaryl. Glendaryl? I can just about pronounce that. Basically, it's all called Dream Valley. I think we've always been calling it Dream Valley. And another tune called The Big One, which was written by Andrew Shulliday. Uh So, yes, if you do want to go and check it out, go and have a watch at it. It's up there now on Tully and Pipe Band's social media. And uh, it's just amazing to see how many people are involved in all of this young old it's just incredible and the music that we managed to produce as well was really really good and that i'm laughing because i was actually impressed that my squeaking and squawking through it didn't make it into a dog's dinner <laughs> but no honestly i seemed to go okay yeah so yes thank you to everyone at tully lag and pipe band that was a lot of fun to be a part of that and uh yeah it's just a lot of fun very very good and so yeah congratulations to andrew Shelley, by the way who edited it and put it all together that would not have been an easy job because when you see the sheer volume of people involved like you have a full line of snares tenors bass on a full pipe core it was uh quite involved so yeah go and check it out a big plug for the guys at tolly lagging it was a real uplifting video and just Great to be a part of, actually. I'm actually really proud of it. So, my first piping debut was on a practice jander on a Facebook video. Very cool. Very cool indeed. Okay, let's fly on. Of course, the next big news story that dropped this past week is the new pipe major announcement for Glasgow Polis. Of course, you knew I was going to be talking about this. Now, we did mention, obviously, how Alistair was making his journey down to go and take over as pipe major of Walpole whenever he moved back home again to sunny Australia. And he passed the torch to Duncan. Duncan Nicholson of course, who was kind of the interim pipe major. And um, I think he was pipe major before Alistair and he was kind of just in there to maintain things. And yeah, we understood that it wasn't as a caretaker role and we understood it, that he was going to be the new permanent pipe major. But this is quite, yeah, that's quite interesting because Ewan Henderson has been announced as the new pipe major of Glasgow Police. Now, recently, we talked about Ewan Henderson was stepping down from Glasgow Sky. Yeah, so he's now made the move from Glasgow Sky, stepped away from them, and stepped into the role at Glasgow Police. So that is all sorts of interesting. So, if anything, to Ewan Henderson and everyone there at Glasgow Police Pipe Band, I'm so excited for this, and... um, but yeah congratulations to you and Henderson what a great appointment for him I really wish him well in the future and that, if all if anything I'm sure I'll reflect all of your thoughts when everyone's dead excited to hear what he's going to bring to the fore at the guys at Glasgow Polis. it's very exciting stuff so there you are if you are interested of course you can see the full press release along with statements and stuff from the lead tipper and from you and Henderson himself uh, you can get to see all of that's all available on social media so, congratulations on your new appointment, Ewan. Uh, it's great to see that you haven't hung up the pipes altogether, which is what we feared. Uh, so, yeah, we can't wait to see what new material and things that you managed to bring there. Yeah. Okay, for fans of Celtic music, you guys obviously will know of the bad Scaryvore. Well, Scaryvore announced that they will be releasing a brand new live album. This one's called Live Across Scotland. Now, it features 15 tracks in total and were recorded live all over Scotland from venues all over the place. <laughs> yeah. From Skye, Edinburgh, Inverness, Glasgow... Everywhere. It's just crazy. So 15 tracks in total. Uh, some of them would be obviously their greatest hits, that kind of thing. The, the things they would normally play live that gets the crowd going. So this album, I'm really looking forward to it. Because you guys know Scary Vor are incredible live so you can now go to scaryvore.com and actually pre-order this and if you do pre-order it you'll actually get your copy now i think ahead of the official release date which will be on july the 10th apparently pre-orders will start shipping the week beginning the 22nd of june so that's coming up shortly actually so there you go any scaryvore fans out there wants to get their hands on this brand new album you can go and pre-order it now yes Okay, in piping news, of course, this past couple of weeks, I've been talking about this new online competition that's going to be launched uh, with the guys from the Rally Pipe Band. Yeah, Waken District. And they have been talking about this mini-band competition, which is going to be called The Major, which will be held online and everything. And this past couple of weeks, I've been talking about it and how it's such an interesting idea. Well, I took my own advice and I actually went and spoke to the legend that is Mr. Joe Brady. And I spoke to him all about this incredible competition. So, welcome to the podcast, a guy that needs no introduction. He is a hashtag. He is a legend. <laughs> Mr. Joe Brady. Not a legend, but I do I do have a hashtag. That's a true story. Those idiots. <laughs> I know. Joe, welcome to the podcast, mate. I have you on this week's episode because we've been talking about this, the major, this online competition that Wake and District are putting together. Can you tell us a bit about this?
1: Well, thanks for having me on to talk about it. And uh, the major, it's a it's a mini major. Hmm. And uh, we're, the, what we're doing right now is we're focusing on getting bands out and playing again together. And uh, especially right now as bands are just now able in the States here to start getting back together, at least in smaller groups. We're still limited based on jurisdiction of where we're at
2: yeah. how
1: many people can gather, right? So um, all the contests here have been scuttled. So everything's been canceled, and we're just looking for ways to get together to play some other bands from across the states, just friends that we have, you know, wanted to do their own contest. You know, do a contest in the park,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, film contest, have judging. Now there's judging websites popping up where judges will, will comment and yeah, and your yes. performance. Well, we thought, why not focus something for our friends here in the states and uh, do something online where we could be socially distant, but we could still put our uniforms on, get together in a circle and play,
3: that's
1: and a... maybe do it in a format that, that's just a little smaller and more controllable.
0: Yeah, it's, I was going to say, it's a really fantastic idea, but it's bound to be a huge undertaking. Organizing a regular competition is difficult enough, but an online one, Joe, that's bound to be a big job.
1: Well, it it hasn't been a big job thus far. It's been pretty organic, just asking folks, one, are they interested, uh, and then asking judges, hey, would you take some time to listen to some recordings? You know, We'll pay you a couple bucks, or we'll buy you a couple beers, however you want to do it. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to judges from outside the United States, too, because... We want the the bands here in the States that may have never been judged by someone in in the UK Mm. or in Canada to get judged by them. So we want to keep the judges outside of the United States, and uh, I I just think it's a good opportunity, and it hasn't hasn't been too much of a challenge. I say that now, (laughs) but uh, we have 25 bands right now interested, and all of them want to just do it within the spirit of the rules.
0: Wow, 25? That's
1: brilliant. Yeah, yeah, and we don't want to do we don't want to request sanctioning because there's so many different organizations here in the States. We just really want to abide by what the rules are for, for a grade two ban, a grade three ban, a grade four ban, a grade five, and then we wanna have a service ban competition because that's kind of in the spirit of some of the the associations have service ban competitions here.
0: I was going to ask you about this element. This is really quite interesting. For bands who never compete to get them involved in something like this, have has there been much of an uptake from the service bands? So there has,
1: and the Eastern United States Pipe Band Association, I think they put a rule in place last year to have uh, service band competitions as one of their formats.
2: Oh wow! And
1: it, to me, it really started several years back, where um, in Washington D.C. they held a memorial service where the uh, the police bands were allowed to compete and do a set that they would normally render at a at a funeral.
2: Wow!
1: And they were judged nice. by it, yeah. So they had they had judges out there judging, and uh, so it's great to see these bands kind of raising the standard. You know mm. bands that kind of get a, a bad rap sometimes in, in terms of musicality and deportment, but you know, out there these you see these bands doing fantastic jobs of uh, competing at at caliber levels. Some of them, you know, they could play in grade four. Some there of these go. these folks.
0: And if, if anything, Joe, it gives something you know for the servicemen I and mean, at the bands something to prepare for. You know, something to really build towards.
1: Right, and, and that that's the problem. You know, when we first went into this this COVID lockdown. No one knew what was coming next.
0: Mm.
2: Uh,
1: they didn't know what to do. We started hearing games were canceled. It's like, well, what do we do now? We have to do something, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so we, you know, my band uh, has been asking, hey, can we go out and play in minibands? And that's kind of where this idea came about was my own members saying, hey, can we just play in mini bands? So said, why don't we do a contest Yeah, where mini bands can do this? So give people a target to do something. It it's a shame right now here, you know, our our Grade 3 group has been working on our medley and RMS hard. We're not going to get to play it this season at all now. Yeah. Baby in Dunedin. Fingers crossed, but uh, maybe Dunedin.
0: All hoping for Dunedin. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone is now. Now we've got the news from Stone Mountain that the plug has been pulled there unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, everyone's I, looking I hate at that Dunedin. I t- Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I talked to Paige last week and just gutted by that decision, but understand it, you know, it's it's Yeah. It's it's
0: where we're at. <laughs> That's it, exactly, yeah. So, if anything, can I ask then about the judging? Will all the bands get a, a crit sheet kind of thing from the judge? Will they get yep. sheets? Yeah.
1: Yep, that that's the plan. And uh, so we're also going to ask the bands if they want to do their MSR and medley if they're in grade four or grade three or grade two. So they're going to ah. get to do both. And uh, some have asked. Some of the bands have asked, you know, can we submit more than one if we're, we have the ability to submit one more than one mini band? Yeah, yeah. And we're all for that, yeah. So, I mean, if you have a big band and you want to submit... You know, two or three MSRs from your grade three or grade two band. Fantastic. Wow, brilliant. The more the merrier. So we'll give the sheets. And then uh, we kind of want to give a lead up to. I know we haven't set a date of when we need all this stuff done by because we're still kind of polling. And I think we're yeah. right about there in terms of pulling the trigger on this. Mm-hmm. And we want to give the bands about four weeks to put a video together right. of their sets and then submit them. And then we'll get all the videos to the judges for scoring and you know Mm -hmm. sheet tabulation and then we're looking at a date maybe in mid-august to stream all the videos at once like a
0: contest oh brilliant so can we we watch this online yeah yeah that's
1: that's the plan is we'll put it on facebook and uh we'll stream it from beginning to end and then we'll have a live announcement of the winners the virtual winners if you will
0: (laughs) that would be incredible oh yeah thank you for that that's a brilliant idea (laughs) If anything, that was going to be my question I was going to finish with is, can we watch this? So we can. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yep. All right. I know what I'm doing in August then. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic stuff. So, Joe, then how is everyone in and District keeping at the minute? Aside from the competition, how are you guys all going?
1: We're doing okay. Like I said uh, early on here, when this all first kicked off, we didn't know what to do. We're just kind of in a haze and yeah. that lasted about a week and then we we you know I got together with my board of directors I got together with our our musical leaders and we said let's try to keep things going as normal as possible. So we did. We we climbed onto Zoom and you know I know I gave you some grief just jokingly about the Zoom stuff. <laughs> and uh, I mean obviously Zoom it doesn't work for for bands getting together and playing through everything as a band, right? It's just yeah. it's not feasible. Yeah. But uh, we put some some practices in place where we've been practicing three four times a day as as groups. I'm sorry, three four times a week as groups. Yeah, and then uh, a lot of individual lessons with some of our uh, our musical leaders, just having with with members. I mean, we we put together a military medley set during the, the lockdown. Oh. Uh, we put together a new 4/4 set. The pipers have learned to peeb. Uh, it's it's been oh, good progress for nice. us.
0: Wow, yeah. if anything, it sounds like you guys are thriving at the moment <laughs> throughout all of this. Well, <laughs> thriving in spite of. We're trying
1: to carry on. How's that?
0: There you go. Well, yeah. Well, I think that's perfect. Just there. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, thanks so much for this competition and chatting to us about it. I'm all sorts of fascinated, and I can't wait now to actually watch all of these performances. Brilliant. Well, well thanks,
1: thanks for having me on to discuss it. And, and maybe if people are listening, I've gotten some, a little bit of grief that this is just about the United States. And I, I'm, it's just for me to control it. I don't want to have bands from all around the world uh, coming into this. And I, I'd encourage these other bands in Canada or in the UK or in Australia, hmm. host a mini major. There no, do it go. online. It's not a lot of work. I mean the bands the, the work the heaviest amount of work is gonna be for the bands mm. to get their uniforms on, get together, practice and make some videos. Yeah that's the, the most work. The
0: actual performance part of it. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully someone here from the UK or Canada, even Australia, could you know, we could see all sorts of little majors happening all over the place now.
1: I, I think it'd be neat. Then we could have uh an online Mini World Pipe Band Championship, oh, virtually.
2: Would not be. I brilliant? don't think that'll
1: happen, but uh, it'd be it'd be fun. It's uh, it'd, be, it'd be neat, <laughs> but just to see some other other uh, groups from uh, around the world putting together a, a mini online
0: virtual major, it'd be it'd be neat. It'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. So, uh, Joe, if people are interested, then to submit entries to this competition and all the rest, where can they go for information on it?
1: Right, wait. Right to the Waking District Facebook page for now. So we, we have everything up on there. That uh, you'd, all you have to do is look for the picture that this is band ready, and it has a link on it. Yeah. So uh, you know, link register, and then we'll probably put a, we'll park a page on the Raleigh Pipe Band uh, the band's website. Mm-hmm. Not many people go to the website, but you know, we'll park something there, which is some information. And uh, who was the band that is putting together a contest? I saw you had it on your page. Oh, Cooper Angus.
0: I have a solo, oh, yeah. solo competition the yeah.
1: yeah the way they're organizing it ah, that's just brilliant I, I want to kind of follow that format of how they're doing it because it, mm. it seems to work
0: well that certainly you know. is working very well for them although they have me as a judge which doesn't make sense but <laughs> well, um, no I think that, I think it makes sense it'll be fun you though know? I'm looking forward to it yeah <laughs> you, you listen with open ears so that's good yeah yeah oh that'll be an experience now it'll be good fun I'm looking forward to it uh, so oh, good stuff Yeah, Joe if anything, man thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us and please keep in touch we'd love to know more about this competition as it rolls forward man
1: we'll do Rob and I, I hate it that we're not going to see you in Stone Mountain this year but uh, maybe next year maybe next year and maybe next year the, 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 the North Texas boys will actually play in grade 3 <laughs> <laughs> oh controversy <laughs>
0: Yeah. Sorry. I, I am booking you for a Rab Show selfie next year, mate, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. we
1: well, take care of yourself. All right, Rab, and carry
0: on. Thanks, Joe. Take care, mate. Bye. Alright. Bye bye. There you have it. Joe Brady there. Thank you so much, Joe, for taking the time, mate. And yeah, we will be following this with great interest. We think it's an incredible idea and very looking forward to seeing the results from this. Oh exciting stuff, exciting stuff. Grand. Well, moving on to our next news story, we have to give a special mention to my own band, the guys of North Texas, Caledonia. Go on, the North Texas. All right. Now, why am I giving them a shout? Well, they put out a bit of an announcement recently, which is quite exciting. Aaron McLean, of course, lead tipper of St. Joseph's now in grade two, but also former member of Field Marshal Montgomery, Aaron McLean is now their brand new instructor or mentor for the Grade 4 Drum Corps. So Aaron will be helping out with various tuition duties and stuff and all of that and helping the guys prepare for the incoming season. So obviously I'm a mate of Aaron. I know Aaron quite well and I'm sure you've heard our interview with Aaron on previous episodes. He's quite excited with things happening in St. Joseph's. Now, this is not Aaron McLean. Taking over at North Texas. He's simply stepping in as a mentor role. He's stepping in as an instructor to help out with tuition. That's what this is. In case anyone's ever asking, oh, flip, here we go. Aaron McLean's the new lead tipper. No, he's not. Our lead tipper in North Texas is still Winston Murdoch. However, Aaron McLean is now stepping in to help out with tuition. So that's very exciting development for the guys at North Texas. Aaron is an incredible, talented drummer. You guys know. And yeah, you know, so I'm very excited to see what Aaron McLean brings from the, to the tuition role at the guys at North Texas. Very exciting appointment there. Exciting stuff. Okay, I want to give a mention this week to East Kilbride Pipe Band. They're currently recruiting. Now, I wanted to give them a particular mention this week uh, because they're looking particularly for experienced players and particularly tenor drummers. Now, as a member of the midsection, this is quite an awesome opportunity because you would get expert tuition from Fergus Bryce, who's obviously the bass drummer of Grade 1 World Champions, Inverary. so hey this is an incredible opportunity so if you do fancy lifting the tenor sticks for the first time this is a golden opportunity that you can't miss the band are currently meeting twice a week over zoom and they're having practice pad sessions and all of that sort of stuff for more information you can look them up of course on social media east kilbride pipe band for information on how to apply and even if you want to have a go why not Okay, I have to give a mention this week also to the guys at the National Piping Centre. Yes, they had a bit of an announcement recently. Um, yeah, Finley Johnson has now been announced as the head of piping teacher at the National Piping Centre. Now, this is so exciting because you guys know Finley Johnson, obviously, has been really successful in the bagpiping world. Obviously, he's been involved in the Glymphitic Championships now for I don't know how long. <laughs> so, yeah, Finley obviously has been a teacher at the national piping center since 2015 so and he's won i don't know he's won so many medals and accolades along the way there's too many to list and i'll just be hashtag lists all the way so yeah Finlay mcdonald of course is the director of piping but here we are now having Finlay johnson as being the head of piping uh, so isn't that confusing now that you have two finleys and roles of responsibility there at the National Piping Centre. So that can be confusing when somebody says, Hey, Finley," And both of them kind of look around, What? <laughs> no, I mean MacDonald, not you, Johnson. <laughs> so, yeah, congratulations to Finlay Johnson, very exciting appointment, and if anything, uh, a guy with a wealth of experience in the piping world. And um, yeah, just he reads like a I don't know, you look at his list of accolades here it's insane. So, yes, of course, he's an incredibly talented bagpiper and well-suited for the job. So, looking forward to seeing what you produce there at the piping centre. Moving swiftly on, you know, get, get what I'm doing now. I'm rattling through these news stories. There's so many of them, so I hope you're keeping up, guys. <laughs> All right, let's give a shout this week to the Up to the Line Pipe Band Podcast. Of course I had to. Yeah, they announced the winners of their solo piping and drumming competition, which was held online, and they announced the winners on Sunday past there. And I think they published them there on the 7th of June as well on the Sunday. Um, so I have to say a huge congratulations to Stephen Russell, to Scott, Sturt, to all those guys at the Up to the Line Pipe Band Podcast this would not have been easy to put together. These guys, I'm sure, now will need a month's vacation after this. But also, shout-out to Akatabui Bagpipe Specialists, um, who obviously helped uh, run the thing in conjunction with these guys. It was incredible to see the volume of people taking part in this, and also to see the standard of some of the performances. We've also seen some videos of the performances are now starting to make their way online, and we're actually getting a chance to enjoy them now. And... um (sighs) Can I just say, the standard's ridiculous. You guys are really knocking out of the park at the minute, so keep the playing going. And also to the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast, lads, this has been a roaring success for you guys, and we're so chuffed for you. Now, you guys have worked very hard on this, and obviously, we're nothing but fans. And obviously, big round of applause. <coughs> Woo! From ourselves in the Big Rab Show, you guys, really, that's incredible stuff, so well done. Well, well done. And hopefully this will be the first of many. I should say. Yeah, will we get another up to the online podcast <laughs> competition? Who knows? Who knows? Okay, on to other news. Um, recently, the Big Rab Show were informed uh, by a recent incident in the piping world where a pipe major of the RCMP regimental pipes and drums in Alberta and Canada suffered severe burns as a result of a house fire. Now, apparently 15% of his body were covered in severe burns. And he also lost his home as a result of the fire. Now, this is simply devastating. His name, of course, is Pipe Major Jeff McDonald. Now, obviously, he's still in the hospital at the moment. And I think there is a GoFundMe uh, fundraiser that's happening at the moment to try and help, obviously, to recoup any losses and pay for medical bills and things like that. It's heartbreaking stuff whenever you read stories like this when people who lose everything. But it's also really heartwarming to see when the bagpiping world rally together to help every help one another. You know what I mean? Uh, so in this case, you can go and check out the article. It's up there on PipesDrums.com. Actually, where they have a link to the GoFundMe account if you do want to... Uh, help support uh, Pipe Major Jeff McDonald and his family and perhaps throw them a few quid and, you know, help support them in rebuilding, I suppose. Yeah. So, quite an awful story. I really hope it is okay and going to be fighting fit and well very soon. And, yeah, with the support of the Pipe and Folk, as I'm, I can almost guarantee it, the support of the Pipe and Folk will be there and will hopefully help you all get back on your feet very soon. There you are. Okay, I wanted to give a mention this week to Ryan Couples-Mendez. Now you guys know Ryan, he's been on the show quite a number of times now and he's really quite well known in the bagpiping world. Of course, Piper with the Field Marshal Montgomery, Ryan has launched something really quite special this last while. On his uh, Facebook music page, which is Couples-Mendez Music, he is offering online private lessons. Now, this is incredible. Now, he's offering it to people of any age, any level. If you're stuck in the house with nothing to do, he says, then send him a message on Facebook and he can work out some sort of an online tuition arrangement. Now, this is an incredible way for such a young guy to give back to the piping world. Uh, So very exciting stuff. We've spoke to Ryan many times on the show and we've also played out his recordings as well. And this guy, this guy, this guy, all right? This guy can play. <laughs> so if you want to learn from one of the best in the business at such a young age, then tickle the opportunity now when you can uh, and tick up as his offer of online private tuition. So that's very exciting stuff. Okay, speaking of online tuition and things like that, I managed to get chatting to possibly one of the best in the business. You guys know that ourselves here on The Rab Show, we have an ongoing promotion with the guys at the Piper's Dojo. We do think that in this ongoing pandemic and lockdown and all this stuff, it's possibly quite a golden opportunity for everyone to take advantage of technology and use services such as the Papers Dojo. And now's never been a better time to take advantage of our offer where we're giving away 30 days of Dojo Premium for free. But don't just take my word for it. I actually managed to get chatting to Mr. Andrew Douglas all about this incredible service. So, welcome to the podcast, Mister Andrew Douglas. Hello, Andrew. How are you, sir? Hey, Rob. How's it going? Not too bad, man. Thanks. Well, how's lockdown been treating you, man?
3: It's been all right. You know, I've been uh, been busy, and I have a little uh, uh, bat cave set up down here in the basement, and so uh, yeah, it's not too bad. I, I snaked a um, an Ethernet cable about fifty feet so I could get good internet in the basement.
0: Wow, <laughs> the things you do for internet, yeah.
3: <laughs> well, it, it's funny you now. I've got the um, I've got the green screen here too, so that people don't see all of the uh, all of the junk that's piled up in the basement. So oh. it, I just uh, I've been teaching from Mars and just kind of enjoying it, you know. I
0: see, excellent. So things at the dojo obviously are still going strong. Actually, of course, we have our ongoing promotion, and a lot of people have been taking advantage of that.
3: Yeah, the um, that's absolutely right. Especially, a lot of uh, big Rab show listeners have uh, have become members, and so uh, yeah, it's it's been pretty exciting. It's pretty cool. And you know, I wouldn't say that we've uh, um, I wouldn't say that we've doubled the size of our business during the COVID nineteen thing, but oh. a, quite a few people have signed up and and have been working on their piping the best they can remotely, which has been pretty exciting to see.
0: Ah, Brilliant. Well, if anything, I'm a learner piper myself. I've just lifted the chanter there around what, October time last year, I think. So, yeah, I, I'm even considering signing up to the dojo myself for
3: complete bare-bone beginners.
0: Is there stuff on there yeah. for us, or is it all for advanced people?
3: You know, it's funny you should mention that. So now is the perfect time to uh, join the dojo, the perfect time in your development, because... Hmm. We really, we really find that people who start with us from square one are are um, some of the most successful because we, you know, we don't have to correct any any bad habits and and we can sort of build a, you know, we can build a player right up from the beginning.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. To
3: be a to be a strong, healthy bagpiper, you know.
0: There you go. Well, if anything, <laughs> I, I have a few things that I'm working on currently with Andre Shalady, who's my tutor at the moment. I was wondering if you can give me some tips, actually, as well.
3: My throw, I, I, I could, I could, although uh, you know, Shilada a pretty good instructor. I, I'm not sure; <laughs> it's pretty tough. You're putting me up against some tough competition here.
0: <laughs> That's, have you guys got any like instructional videos and stuff that kind of focus on throwing Ds? At the minute, my throwing Ds are just okay, but not great. Is there anything like? Do you kind of go down to that detail? Do you know what I
3: mean? Uh, well, definitely we do like maybe, maybe too much in that direction. So hmm. uh, we, we just finished a site migration that we rebuilt the whole website. And, uh, hmm. in the midst of doing that, basically we went through it. We have over 4,000 on demand classes in our archive 4, now. It's absolutely, <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. And it,
2: wow.
3: if you think about, if you think about how each one is, is usually an hour long class, yeah. um, you know, surely there must be something about throws in there. You know, uh, but Has uh, to be. no. But we do. If anything, we have that problem now, where where we have so much great stuff that um, people, the challenge that they're having, and, and they're asking us, like, hey, can you direct me to like, can you just sort of tell me what I should do, because there's so much available to learn from. But uh, mm. to answer your question about the dethrows, absolutely, uh, we talk about the throw in a lot of depth. At the dojo on a regular basis. The ah. d throw is an in, it's an interesting movement, right? Because, and let me ask you this: Is it the first embellishment that you that you've been learning, or um, no, have you no. learned it in the in the mixture of a lot of other things?
0: In the mixture of a lot of other things. Like I've, I've been doing grace notes, doublings, and then throwing d's obviously. But the tune I'm playing at the minute has a cut note right before the throwing d. I'm getting very technical yeah. here, so instead of having the three steps for the throwing d, it's now four. Because the cut note kind yes. of gets cut in there,
3: so I've been learning them as three, absolutely.
0: but now it's four. I know I'm getting very technical here.
3: <laughs> but- well, uh, you, you are, but you're also talking about an absolutely vital thing. Mm. You know, we, we would call it at the dojo. We call it um, short note fusion. Is what we call it, which yeah. because basically, basically that short note at the end of of the of the uh, dot cut which mm-hmm. you know even if you've got drummers listening out there you know even drummers will know that in in uh, pipe band music and in, in bagpipe music we treat dot cut figures very differently than let's say the average musician yeah yeah you know mm-hmm. might treat it so um so because that note is so short at the end of the cut dot or sorry excuse mm-hmm. me the dot cut because it's so short uh, and then we have a complicated embellishment coming up right after. That's an extremely crucial thing to have to figure out as a bagpiper. Yeah. Um, and we have and we have to have a, a game plan um, to do that because without a game plan, what tends to happen is over time that, that whole thing just becomes mush um, and and something that and something that just really detracts from the music because it's so difficult. So instead, we need a game plan to sort of build it up so it can become an actual musical part of of a performance because it's going to happen across many many bagpipe tunes. So yeah, yeah. So uh, welcome, welcome to the world of piping, Rad. E- That's exactly. like a big. Uh, <laughs> we we have, uh, you know, we've hit, we've hit the point of no return. I think. I think definitely,
0: yeah. If anything, what Andrew Shuliday has been doing for me is he's been changing. All of this piping language into drumming language. You know, he's been saying, Do you know the way you would play a double on your left hand, Rab, before you play a five on your right? And it's like, Oh, now it makes sense. And he likens grace notes to flams. And, you know, I'm kind of, he translates everything.
3: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's interesting, however, because, uh, I don't know. Do you want to go down this rabbit hole or is it, is it boring? Sure. No, I don't know. No,
0: it's no, not boring to me.
3: <laughs> it's interesting. Like now on a personal level, I would not equate a flam to a grace note on the pipes. Um, oh. That's something I would not. And, um, and it, uh, a flam might be similar to certain types of embellishments, hmm. but what the reason a piper really plays a grace note, and this is just my personal take on it. Yeah. Uh, but the reason a piper really plays a grace note is to, articulate a note right to sort of show that a note has begun oh, and, yeah. a, and a drummer and a drummer actually how would a drummer do that how would a drummer show that a new note has begun it's actually mm. uh, really kind of interesting all you have to do as a drummer to show a note has begun is to hit the drum right yeah
0: yeah you so, do, you do so have the actual and stuff I suppose yeah you do have lead strokes that you can, you can um, use that yeah but
3: that's you see that's that's the only way a piper can show. That a new note has begun, especially if you if you come if the previous note you've come from is the same. Yeah. So if we have let's say two e's in a row, the only way to show a new note is to play a grace note. We can't do any of the other typical articulation type things that you might be able to do yeah, yeah. Uh, in other types of music, like like uh, on a snare drum. You mm-hmm. you would you would make contact with the drum. That's how you would show some sort of musical event, uh, but a Piper is not actually that way, and so actually, what a grace note is, it's an infinitely small musical event that we use to articulate notes. Now, meanwhile, let's let's come back to the flam, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what the flam is doing is it's actually providing breadth to uh, an existing stroke, right? That's sort of yeah. what a flam does. Yeah, um, yeah. and it, it, it gives it a bit of depth and the, and the um, uh, you know that sort of initial flam stroke mm-hmm. leading into it is generally happens at a distinctly different time than the primary stroke. That's Am right. I correct?
0: Yeah, that's right. That's you're, right. The, yeah.
3: You, mm-hmm. you're the expert. So, so that's actually uh, I would consider that more a type of embellishment than um, what a piper might think of a grace note as, because mm. um, it's actually serving it's actually serving the purpose of of uh, you know. Adding ornamentation to an existing stroke, and and for pipers grace notes that is not the role of a grace note, but it is the role of an embellishment. Ah. So, um, it's it's actually kind of interesting, and it's worth thinking about because um, because that allows us to really kind of relate to all sorts of other types of music, right? Mm-hmm. So a a grace note in other types of music is not the same as a grace note in bagpipe music because. What we need a grace note to do in bagpipe music is extremely vital. Without grace notes, we would not be able to play melodies at all. No. no. Right? Um, meanwhile, in other types of music, these grace notes are extra. They're ornamentation. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, um, and so it's really important to make that distinction. But there you go. I, I just wasted uh, wow. 10 minutes. Ten I, minutes of your time there, but not at all. I learned something. I don't know about the rest of the listeners.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. If anything, it's great um, to get into the detail here because what I'm trying to put across is that this detail is available on the Piper's Dojo, and you you can go and go it so far down the wormhole on things like this. So the the breadth of content on there is incredible.
3: Yeah, it's sort of uh, it's it's out of control now. It's it's uh, uh, now we've got to figure out. I think. You know how to uh, package it in slightly better way. Although we are getting better and better at that um, as we go forward. And I would also say, just uh, to defend myself, we do have a lot of material that that skips the rabbit hole and and gets right down to brass tacks. Yeah. You know. Um. And just like you know, this is this is the simple stuff you've got to know to start to make progress. Um. And we do that without all of the um, you know, all of the crazy math equations and yeah. deep deep thought. You know. You so uh we do that as well. But uh uh but yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. So
0: Andrew, if anything, then obviously we're encouraging people to take advantage of our offer that we have, bigrabshow dot com forward slash dojo. But once they do, I'm about to start lifting the pipes hopefully shortly. Is there I'm actually quite nervous about this. Is there anything on there that teaches me how to tune and wrangle these things for the first time?
3: Yeah, we've got a couple of different things. We actually um, in January we partnered with McCallum Bagpipes to uh, put together a, a new version of what we call the Transitioning to the Bagpipes course. Oh. So uh, f- for members of the site, mm-hmm. uh, you absolutely need to check that course out. It came out so great, um, and th- it's basically what we're we're even recommending that for people who have played for ten years. Like, mm-hmm. like take a take a few weeks and just go through this course because. Uh, it really does offer a really interesting perspective on the best way to get up on the instrument. But, Mm. um, the other thing too, um, and it wouldn't be so much for an absolute beginner, but the other thing that, um, that we've just recently put together in the last week or so is, uh, it's a free four video series sort of for the entire world to just enjoy all about, um, all about the basics of tuning your pipes, but uh, it's framed in in the way like the cheesy title for it is "How to Tune Your Pipes Like a World Champion." Oh, um, lovely! I've yeah. got to take the I've got to take the last couple months of being a world champion. I've got to <laughs> use it. You know what I mean? Of course, yeah. Because um, <laughs> um, I guess this year no, I guess this year no one is a world champion, right? So. Well, yeah, that's it too.
0: Yeah, so, or, so these videos then, what, what do they show? Do do they like basically show us how to do it from scratch?
3: Um, sort of. I mean, this this one is basically uh, it's meant to sort of break down some existing belief patterns that a lot of people have about tuning that are just not really true. Mm. Um, and and it's something I've learned over many years. It's not it's not really about the fact that I'm currently a world champion, but it's more about all of the world champions I've hung out with over the years and all of the time i've spent um sort of stalking richard parks and trying to figure out how he gets such a great sound and and uh, as as a young person i i hung out with jack lee and yeah. alan bevan and a lot of these great players and um and the bottom line is what most people think tuning is uh is not really right um and we and this series is meant to dig into that so you know like for example, most people would assume that you have to have a really good ear if you want to be successful tuning the pipes. Like mm. like Richard Parks, for example, um, or Jack Lee, or or these folks, um, they just they're really talented and they they have a gifted ear and that must have something to do with why they achieve such a great sound. Yeah. Um, and that that would be right out of the gate. That would be definitely <laughs> not true. I mean, we're all sort of born with the same ears, I would say, mm-hmm. generally speaking. And and it's really the combination of just having a pair of ears and then having a brain and then learning the basic logic. So the first thing we get into in that series, uh, in the free series, is um, sort of learning how to train yourself to instantly tell whether a note is flat or sharp. Oh, uh, that's yeah. the, first, that's mm. the first sort of thing because it's not something you're just magically born with. It's not something that you have to uh, have an expensive teacher for or mm. you know, train for many, many years. It's actually just a really simple concept that we're all using when we tune our pipes that anybody can teach themselves how to do. Um, And it's a basic test um, that you do while you're playing your instrument um, to give you the clues you need to determine whether a note is flat or sharp. So the first main lesson is focused on that, teaching folks how to do that. Mm. Um, And then then the next next segment is uh, sort of getting into the fact, one, one of the things a great tuner of the bagpipes understands is that tuning is a great moving target, and it's never really a destination. The tuning of the pipes is constantly changing over time um, because the environment inside of the pipe bag is is constantly changing over time. I don't know if that makes any sense, but oh,
0: it does yeah, um, yeah. With, with weather, weather conditions and everything yeah. affect it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Yeah, so and and so you know, and that's a reality. So what what do you do about it? Um, now, most people are so attached to um, getting their pipes in tune just one time. That's sort of what they're focused on. Like, I just have to get my pipes in tune one time, and then I'm, I'm yeah. just going to be able to play, and it's going to be so much better. But that's not really true. You could get your pipes in tune perfectly at the beginning of a playing session, but within just minutes after that, they could be horrendously out of tune again just because of the way the bagpipe changes. Yeah. So we get into that. So anyway uh, – you know, I, I won't go too far into everything because this series is free, so people can just check it out if they're curious. But it's getting into, it's breaking down some of these uh, hang-ups that people have, uh, and trying to sort of build it back up in a way that people can look at tuning in a new way. And it is, it's 100% free. It was basically kind of inspired by being stuck at home, and I'm not able to go out and do all yeah. the piping I'd like to do. So, um, so I put together. It's just a, It takes about an hour to get through. Um, And it's just just a free sort of thing. Obviously, um, you know, it is part of the dojo, so I'm hoping people will check out the dojo, maybe if they get excited about how we teach tuning. But it's really just sort of a a special thing we wanted to put together for folks.
0: Superb. So, Andrew, where can people go and check this out then whenever it drops? Where will it be?
3: Well, um, it should be. I think it's going to be on your website somewhere. Um, And so we need to figure out maybe it needs to be What's the current special? Where is the current special located on your site? On
0: um, bigrabshow dot com forward slash dojo. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Let's. Why don't we put it right there? We'll put another link so people can just um, uh, get go. a hold of that series right there. BigRabShow.com dot com slash dojo.
0: That's it. Yeah. Hundred percent as well. I think uh, that's a great place to set it. So everyone knows where to go to catch it.
3: Yeah, because like um, where it is on our site, it would take it would take too long to try and. It would be be here another ten minutes. It's like a really. <laughs> It's like an annoyingly long URL. So, yeah, we'll just yeah. put it right there um, and send people right over.
0: That sounds great, Andrew. And if anything, I'll be digging my way through this too, just as a matter of interest, you know, as I try to wrangle these things for the first time. Great stuff. So other than that, mate, it's rolling forward, you guys clearly are very busy at the moment at the dojo. Have you any other exciting projects in the future for us?
3: Uh, we're very busy. Things are going on. I mean, um, there's not a whole lot more that we have planned. I mean, uh, as I said, we just totally transformed the, the user experience. The website is completely yeah. updated, which is very exciting. And, um, and so right now we're just kind of in growth mode, uh, yeah. hoping to get more and more folks. I mean, it's, it's growth mode. And it's also just, we're just trying to help folks who, you know, they have a brief moment to breathe. Yeah. And so we're trying, we're trying to encourage people to use this time off from piping to, just go backwards a little bit and and revisit some of these fundamentals because it really is possible to come back from this a far better player and um yeah. and that's what we're that's what we're hoping to be able to help people achieve Oh so, um,
0: well I think it's a fantastic service and we're more than happy to be able to give folks thirty days of premium for free.
3: <laughs> so, oh is it free now? Or are you 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 yeah. got the free deal or is it the one dollar deal?
0: Oh free man, come on. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. Well <laughs> Yeah. If anything, well, for more go. information, you can all check it out. BigRabShow dot slash dojo. <laughs> Shameless plug. I know, but yeah, it is an incredible service. So you can check out this new tuning project there as well as all these four videos. Very exciting stuff. So Andrew, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. And uh, yeah, every success for the future.
3: All right. Well, congratulations on such a great show. And it's always a pleasure to come on here and chat with you.
0: Nah. Thanks, man. Cheers. All the best. All right. A1 Embroidery and Printing Producing some merchandise for some of the top bands in the piping game such as Field Marshall Montgomery, St. Lawrence the Tool, and ourselves, The Big Rab Show For all of your embroidery and printing needs, they have some extremely high quality garments such as hats, beanies t-shirts, hoodies, soft shell jackets, you name it, they can print it if your band is on the lookout for some exclusive merchandise offers, then contact them direct on their social media, A1 Embroidery and Printing. Check them out on Facebook, A1 Embroidery and Printing. If you can think it, they can print it. There you have it, Andrew Douglas. And you heard it there yourselves, folks. We do now have a new link that's up there on our RAP Show uh, you know page you can go and enjoy it now it's completely free big dot com forward slash dojo and it's the new tuning program that they have there and it's completely free honestly just go check out the link it's up there on the rab show uh, website right now big dot com forward slash dojo and take advantage of this free tuning workshop and it's really really fascinating i've already had a dig through it myself i haven't lifted these pipes that i'm sitting looking at here yet um and i am absolutely terrified i'm trying to figure out how to tune them to be honest never mind blow them uh so yeah that's going to be a journey for me but honestly i am going to take advantage of this free program when it's there so i'd urge you guys to do the same go to bigrabshowcom forward slash dojo and yeah you can check it out we have our free offer of you know 30 days premium where it drops the paywall and everything which is Awesome. Uh, But also, you can take advantage of that tuning program as well, which is free of charge and just really, really good. So that's the only place you can find it. BigRabShow.com. Go now. Take advantage of it. It's there for you guys. There you are. See? You get free stuff just by listening to the podcast, man. (laughs) All right. Now, we were talking earlier about online piping competitions. And one competition which is still ongoing, I've just been asked to ask you to remind you guys about it. Cooper Angus Pipe Band are still running their online piping and drumming competition. With over 50 events across all age categories and disciplines, they're asking everyone to get involved. Yes, entry is £5 per event, and for more details, of course, you can go and check crossbagpipes.com. Go and check it out, and all the full details are up there and telling you how to enter, how to submit your videos and everything. And yes, yours truly, me, I'm a judge on there. I'm actually drumming, or drumming, I'm judging the drumming. Judging some of the drumming, yeah. So that'll be an uh, an interesting development for me. My first time with a clipboard, but I'm real excited about it. Um, if anything, I'm kind of nervous as well. Whenever you consider the other judges that have been announced, um, yeah, not nervous at all. Um, yeah, go and check it out. <laughs> so the closing date for entries of course is the 22nd of june now so yet does give you a little bit of time so you can go and check it all out and get your entries in and everything and yes there's some actual real prizes involved in this i've seen announcements involved uh where they're giving away a g1 gold chander Which is awesome. Uh, plus, I think there's been a giveaway or a prize given by TG Drumming and stuff like that. For the full list of prizes and judges and all of that sort of stuff, go to crossbagpipes.com. Check all the links and stuff. It has all the full details up. Rather than me sitting and rhyme it all off to you. Go and have a look. And like I say, closing date is the 22nd of June. So you do still have a little bit of time to get your entries in. There you are. Okay. One last little bit of news before we get to the big news story. Uh, yes, apologies to everyone who's been waiting thus far to get into the big news, but we will get there. All right. Patience, folks, patience. All right. This weekend, yeah, <laughs> this weekend, we are launching yet another video in our replay series. If you haven't checked out the Rab Show YouTube channel yet, you're missing a trick. We are launching the Belfast Championships this weekend. This is the replay of Belfast Championships 2019. Now, we managed to get coverage from grades 3A, grade 2 and grade 1. Now, this is kind of unusual for us because we don't normally get to cover any other grade other than grade 1 on the day. So, this was quite a bumper day for us. We managed to cover three grades instead of just one. So, if you are interested in hearing what some of the lower grade bands in grade 3A managed to do... In the park on Belfast on last year for the Belfast Championships, then definitely go and have a look at our YouTube channel on Saturday. Uh, we actually have the link up there now. I think it's on our social media. You can go check it out and set a reminder for yourself. So as it drops, as it premieres on YouTube, you'll be able to tune in live and watch it all as it uploads. There you go. There you go. A shameless plug for our YouTube channel, uh, but it's my show. I can do it I like. <laughs> LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's and Gaelic theme lines of kilts and doublets and bespoke highland wear including sparns and cap badges LoneStarPiper.com offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes if your drum corps needs a new look then they can help you with a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company if you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com Check them out. (sighs) Right. I draw a breath because of this next topic. It's going to be a doozy. Alright. Let's get into it. Let's talk about piping press. Yes. You guys may not be aware of a certain little website and a Facebook uh, group and a page and all that sort of stuff called Piping Press. Now, ourselves in The Big Rab Show have been following this with interest over this last few years. Piping Press, obviously, I think the senior editor is Rab Wallace. But they also have another series of editors and team members and stuff who produce articles each and every day for pipingpress.com. Now, what we've come to learn over this past couple of years and stuff, the output from pipingpress.com actually seems to be an official media outlet for the RSPBA. ...being our own association. And that being said... ...they get exclusive interviews with some of the bigwigs... ...they get answers to some of the big questions... ...perhaps. And yeah, they seem to be like the official... ...media outlet for our RSPBA. They always seem to have all the articles exclusively for them. They always get first you know, shout whenever it comes to releasing news stories... ...in the piping world from our association. And all of that. Well, of late... Especially this past week, the guys at Piping Press have really annoyed a lot of people. And that's no understatement. Whenever I say annoyed, some people are furious. Now, I have received an absolute load of emails about what happens at the weekend. And for those of you who are not aware what happens at the weekend, we need to first look at a whole raft of stories that have dropped From our official RSPBA. Our association put out all sorts of different announcements recently. Which got people's backs up. And people were quite annoyed about this. And then before even started publishing news stories on other stuff. People were already annoyed. Now what am I talking about? RSPBA first of all put out an announcement saying. We're not holding an AGM. Uh, If you want to attend an AGM and all of that sort of stuff and ask your questions and have votes and everything like you would normally do, uh, sorry, lads, that's not happening because of social distancing, you know. Uh, Because of the COVID-19 lockdown and everything, RSPBA have now decided that they will not be holding an AGM and all of that. I'll actually read from their official press statement and everything, um... Let me see the paragraph. In light of extraordinary challenges presented by the coronavirus outbreak, we are having to do things very differently this year. I never thought I would say this to our members, that they should not attend our AGM, but that's what I'm doing. Now, that came from the chairman, Mr. John Hughes. Now, this was all sorts of interesting. You can actually go now to PipesDrums.com. There's a full article on this and speaks about how This is really unusual because what they actually stress to members on here is that you can vote on things by proxy. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not really that technically minded and I have no idea what by proxy means. But I've had it explained to me and I've read all sorts of different articles on things like this. What is proxy? Well, basically, what your band secretary is being asked to do here is to present how they think their band would vote. Then they would pass that vote, in this case, to the chairman, Mr. John Hughes, who would then cast your band's vote accordingly. Now, this is really unusual and has a lot of people very, very concerned. Because... There's also a thing on there um, on their official release when they say about questions. Members can submit questions via an online portable portal I just about talk an online portal, and appropriate questions and relevant questions will be provided with answers and published as soon as practicable following the AGM. Now let that little puppy sink in there. That's a doozy, all right? Because you guys know, we've been reporting on this story since October last year, when all of the whole HQ redevelopment debacle all started, all of the financial troubles and all of the worry that we had with our association. All of it was all going to be addressed at the AGM. Anytime ourselves at The Rab Show approached RSPBA and asked them for answers to some of the big questions you guys were asking for... Was there a tender process? How was the decision made to spend X amount of pounds buying fancy desks for the new office? Or where did the money come from? And how much was, you know, the builder paid? How much was the architect paid? And how, where did the money go? And all of this kind of scary stuff. We were told you'll get it all at the AGM. We were told that the full tender process, all those documents, all of that sort of stuff would all be published. And we would all catch sight of it as members. We did ask for it. At a branch meeting here in Northern Ireland. And yeah, we were told, no problem. Yep, yeah, we'll get those to you. Yep, yeah, no, that should be easy peasy. We'll get get you all those numbers and you'll all be happy. You know, once you see all the pages and all that, you'll be fine at the AGM. Well, COVID-19 happens and the pandemic happens. And now we're being told that an AGM will not happen. Will not happen how we would expect it to. Now, the number one thing on everyone's lips, and mine included, has to be, why not hold a meeting online? There are thousands of services out there, such as Zoom, uh, Facebook Rooms, there's a Google meeting thing. There is, I don't know, there's so many different ways to have online meetings. And this is even suitable for big multinational companies... And even the likes of our own government here in the UK use facilities and software such as this. But RSPBA don't seem to want to. They want to do this via correspondence. And have you mail in a question and then have it prior approved and have someone decide, yeah, that's appropriate and relevant. Now as to who makes that decision, whether a question is appropriate and relevant remains to be seen. Now, this, obviously, by a lot of people, got their backs up immediately, alright? Then, following that, there was another article published on the 6th of June, which had, yeah, quite an offensive photograph. Now, for those in the know, of course, you know exactly what I'm talking about already. There was an editorial piece, published in the weekend, which was basically talking about the future of bagpiping following the pandemic. This was the editor's opinion and was an opinion piece where he spoke about, uh, jokingly, I, I think, uh, where he spoke, oh, you know, pipers might have to start wearing face masks, you know, like car- cam bags and stuff with wee grommets in it for your mouth, their blowpipe and all. And there was a very crudely photoshopped picture of quite a well-known bagpiper, Mr. Andrew Shilliday, And that in itself made a lot of people draw breath. Now, the photograph itself was used to kind of illustrate the article and put across, you know, bagpipers might have to use a face mask, right? Because the Photoshop actually was really crudely done and it was horrible, to be honest. For everyone out there who knows Andrew and knows Andrew's own personal story and piping journey, we all know that who Andrew Shalladay is. And we did think that the choice of photograph. And the fact that it was altered in such a way was extremely offensive and actually quite ridiculous why that was chosen in the first place. Very disappointing. Very disappointing indeed. Now, I'm going to get into your emails on all of this. Don't worry. But first of all, I'm actually giving a bit of a background as to what all happened. So first of all, we had RSPBA saying, "Eh, no AGM, lads. And you're not getting your questions answered because they have to be prior approved. Right, So you're not going to get any of the financials, uh, you're not going to really get any kind of a say as far as votes are concerned because they're going to be done by proxy through our chairperson and um, you know, bands won't really get a say that they don't have a chance to actually stand up and talk and put a case across to the senior officials at RSPBA. They'll not actually be able to ask them in person and see their reaction to the question and actually get answers. And that's what all of us in the piping world were waiting for. Answers. And we're not going to get it. Following that, we had the behaviour by Piping Press, who's, like I said, the official media outlet for RSPBA. And their quite insulting treatment to one of our well-known bagpipers in the piping scene, which was, frankly, just adding insult to injury. It was really quite shocking. Then after that, we had an article shortly published just after that with an interview with John Hughes, chairman of the RSPBA. Now, whenever I seen it and I thought, oh, there's John, What, what he has to say, you know, perhaps he could be allaying our fears about the AGM. You know, maybe he could be talking about some of the big financial questions and Big concerns that people have about the financial history or history, future, (laughs) the financial future of our RSPBA and whether we'll actually have an association this time next year. Now, you guys know we spoke about this on the podcast until I'm blue in the face. We did actually say that at the last RSPBA branch meeting, we were told there was 35 grand or something like that in the coffers. And um, that was really quite worrying in itself. Whenever you consider the wage bill that we have to pay for our PBA staff, uh, you know, all their, their administration people and senior officials and stuff all get a wage. Would that be enough money to sustain them in wages? You know, well, we actually have a body of staff to maintain. We were actually told at the time there's 35k in the account. And don't worry, folks, once the association and once the doors open on the new competition season, this incoming year, we'll replenish our coffers and, you know, with gate takings and program sales and t-shirt sales and stuff like that. The cash flow will start coming in and everything will be grand, lads. If anything, we did report it at the time that they actually took out an additional loan. On top of the money that they had already taken out to refurb the headquarters, they needed additional money to actually furnish it. So they took out additional money and we were told not to worry about the payments because money coming in from the incoming 2020 season would actually foot the bill for the payment, so we're fine. Well, COVID nineteen happened, and our season crashed, and everyone in the piping world is, as you sure you guys know, are extremely concerned. And it's looking like our association aren't going to answer our questions with all of this AGM by a c- correspondence, and also <laughs> moving swiftly on the article with John Hughes. Um, to cut a very long story short, didn't address anything. Didn't talk about any of the huge questions that we had asked. If anything, it was more an opinion piece by John Hughes. Uh, to summarize, there is like bullet points at the very beginning of it. Uh, apparently, it was a wide-ranging interview with Piping Press, and uh, John Hughes revealed what his thoughts were the piping world would be after the pandemic. He talked about the World Solo Drumming Championships having to be possibly postponed from October. Um, so, okay. Bands also might have to get used to a more hygienic formation in the circle. Okay. I also talked about outdoor contests could maybe take place without an audience. Okay. I also talk, talked about band numbers and they might have to be reduced to allow for increased spacing between players. Okay, interesting. And also, he also passed comment about running a beer tent could pose a particular difficulty for contest promoters. Now, all of this is all very well and good, but everyone is screaming at their computer screens. John, answer the questions we've been asking you. You're talking about 2021. Will the RSPBA and our competitions even even happen next year? Yes, you're talking about beer tents and being socially distant and all the rest. But if there's no association to run the competition, do we need a beer tent? <laughs> do you know? So the whole article itself was all sorts of fluff around the actual topic at hand. The actual real questions that pipe and folk have been asking for months now. And this is almost thumbing the nose at everyone, basically saying... It's business as usual. Uh, here's how 2021 is going to go. Whereas, meanwhile, everyone is freaking out, asking all sorts of very important questions and getting zero answers. For those of you who are interested, you can go and check it out. Pipingpress.com is the website. You can go and have a look at these articles. And seeing how Piping Press is the official outlet for RSPBA and getting these ex- exclusive interviews with their chairman, John Hughes, um, It's really quite concerning uh, seeing the stuff that's being published, especially the treatment that our well-known bagpiper Andrew Shilladay received at the publication of an alteration of that photograph. So, guys, I'm going to get into some listener mail now. Now, suffice to say, these emails came in from you guys, okay? These are not my opinions. These are your opinions. And I wanted to bring them to the podcast to kind of give a bit of a flavor as to just... Just how angry people are about the kind of behaviour that has been happening on Piping Press. Alright, I want to get into the first email. This one comes from William. He said, shout out to all on the Big Rab Show team, and I hope all as well. This is regarding the recent post on Piping Press Facebook page. I have never been as angry with anything due to pipe bands than this post. To use a picture of the legend that is Andy Shilliday with a crudely drawn face mask on his picture highlighting the current COVID-19 crisis. While I do understand that this picture was online and open to the public, it does not give anyone the right to deface it. There is not too many out there nicer than Andy, and the dedication he gives to pipe and scene in Northern Ireland is immense. We all know about Andy's past medical conditions, and that's why I think it's worse than it was a picture of him, that it was a picture of him. I'm now banned from the piping press page and have had my original comment removed. I've, seen, or I've sent messages to both admins asking why I've been banned and censored and advised that a public apology to Andy would possibly help smooth things over. As yet, no reply. The piping and drumming world are full of many people with different opinions, which is why it's great. But just because someone has a different opinion, they should not be censored. Now, this is another aspect to the story, and this is why I bring this email at this point. Piping Press have an online Facebook group, and as a result, a lot of piping fans are a member of that group. So, if you're a member of the Facebook social media group, you get notifications that a new story has been published, and you can go and view it. Now, this also is open for online commentary, for people to provide comments. Piping Press have been ruling this group with kind of an iron fist, And anyone who shows any kind of dissent or disagrees with the article or perhaps has a different viewpoint, their comment is deleted and they're banned immediately from the page. So as we've just seen there, William has been banned by piping press. Now this in itself is not allowing for open discussion. It's not allowing for differing points of view like William just said. And it's yeah, it's censors, censorship, basically. Ourselves in The Rab Show, we've published stuff before, and we've got all sorts of differing views on it. You guys even go at each other and have all sorts of fights and rows, but we would never actively step in and start deleting comments and start banning people. Because, essentially, we have to have the discussion. If you don't have a platform to allow people to talk about things, then you're never going to resolve anything. You don't bury your head in the sand and pretend nothing happened. You know? So by doing this, by banning people and censoring them, it's very concerning behaviour. So this is what drew our attention to this article in the first place. Obviously, the publication and alteration of that photograph of Andrew Shiliday was really quite shocking. That drew our attention initially. But then also what drew our attention was the behaviour of this website. And as it's seen as an official outlet of RSPBA, really quite concerning. Now, we also got another email then. Uh, It says, Hi, Rab, I write in disgust and disillusionment to raise concerns about the content and conduct of the editor of Piping Press magazine. As a keen observer of the pipe band world, I have noticed for a while that Piping Press seems to have a level of access to the upper echelons of the RSPBA that other outlets, such as yourselves, for whatever reason, do not. That strikes me as a bit odd, given that the RSPBA has its own media cha- channels, which is quite right, yes they do. It certainly calls into question the self-proclamation of piping press to be free and independent, terms I have lifted directly from their website as I write this. Worse than that, I have noted to some for some time that the editor is talking in staunchly pro-Washington Street viewpoint, which is of course perfectly entitled to do uses his platform to push a particular agenda, you might say to the point of propaganda, whilst belittling and blocking anyone who dares offer dissent, criticism, or even a note of caution. Somehow, other outlets, such as yourself and PipesDrums.com, manage to walk the line of engaging different views without offence. Competitive pipers and drummers are notorious for keeping quiet, even when they feel injustices have been done. As well, what's the point? However, in the case of Piping Press, the publication of the article on the 6th of June, the editor's notebook banned virus fears cannot be let go without speaking about. And hence the reason we're talking about it on this week's show, by the way. Uh, Talking, or toward the end of the section in question, the editor pondered the possibility of pipers having to wear face masks with camoer bag-style grommets for the blowstick. As ridiculous as that sounds... What really was unforgivable was the use of an altered image of Andrew Shelday playing his pipes wearing a crudely drawn, digitally added face mask, like like I just mentioned. Uh, Watching the comments on the Facebook page proved interesting viewing. A number of people across the pipe band world, including Andrew himself, had made a comment about how distasteful, distasteful and possibly illegal the image was. I mean, of all the hundreds of thousands of pipers' images freely available online, why take an image without consent? And why, in particular, that image. To do so was, at best, extremely ignorant and naive. Or, at worst, callous and deliberately designed to cause serious (sighs) offence. Yeah. Comments on a number of comments on that have been in support of Andrea. And have subsequently been removed from the page admin. They haven't done this. So, indeed, a number of those who commented and additional comments were questioned as why they were removed... All of the negative comments were basically removed so yeah i 'm paraphrasing now, so the offending image apparently was subsequently replaced uh, on the piping press Facebook page and on the website, uh, but the damage had already been done from reading Facebook posts of those who had called out piping press in this issue, it appears that not only have posts been removed uh, but people have been blocked from piping press Facebook, not exactly the actions of a free press. One other thing. At the time of writing this, 10pm Tuesday the 9th, the offensive image uh, featuring Andrew is still being displayed on the Piping Press Twitter feed. Oof. I didn't realise that. Ouch. Uh, So thanks for taking the time to read this, Rab. Keep up the good work. Anonymous. No problem. Thank you. Yes, it has been quite concerning. And uh, we're not done. We still have quite a number of other emails. And I'll just go through another couple here and I think you'll get the picture. Hi, Big Rab. I would like to view my concern and utter disgust on the photo the piping press used recently on one of their articles. Disgusted at the photo being used. Defamation of the person's reputation and privacy have been violated. I know the person in question. This man's story is nothing short of a miracle and has brought a bright light onto the piping scene. To see how this photo had been edited to suit an article is substandard ethics. Uh, Suits the tone of the webpage. Uh, with their below par views oh dear oh dear that's really quite annoyed all right moving on moving i think you're getting the idea here people are extremely annoyed at piping press uh but yes i want to give this final email a little read through here guys and you can yeah take it from it what you will. Dear Big Rab Show, imagine being a journalist and you have a unique opportunity to sit down for an exclusive interview amid a crisis with a global leader in your area of journalistic expertise. Only you have the chance to set the record straight by getting answers to the tough questions that the entire world has been waiting to hear straight from the horse's mouth. But instead of doing that... You talk about everything except the single most important matters of the day. For example, could you envisage Andrew Neil interviewing Boris Johnson today and not discussing COVID-19 or the ongoing riots in London? Of course not. Yet, that's what appears to have happened in the John Hughes interview. Remember the article I just mentioned? So the email continues. The biggest challenge in the RSPBA's history isn't adapting to what a pipe band competition might look like or how many people you might squeeze into a beer tent in a year's time, that's a bluff from their immediate financial status and the self-inflicted financial problems they face as a result of the apparent irresponsible expenditure coinciding with the loss of what they wrongly perceive to be a guaranteed income from the major championship events that have been cancelled. Somehow, the urgency and severity of this appears to have been completely ignored. The email goes on to say, one thing that is apparent is that the chairman possesses the powers of foresight to envisage what the future might hold in store for the pipe band movement and good on them for being so proactive and so thoughtful. That being so, where was the foresight when it really mattered? And and why was it not applied to the governance of the RSPBA £261,000 reserve? that were held for a specific purpose on securing the financial stability of the organisation in the event of loss in revenue resulting from an unplanned emergency or events such as Brexit, recession or a pandemic. They insisted that the expenditure was meticulously planned, so coronavirus isn't responsible for the consequences of their apparent misadventure with the reserves they are. The other elephant in the room that escaped mention was the apparent decision not to host an AGM that would allow the members to speak or engage in a live question and answer with the board of directors. People are expressing that they are unhappy about the situation, so why ignore them? And that's one thing that I really did get from that article that uh, that was never mentioned in the article from John Hughes. Very, very worrying. Uh, The email goes on to say, It seems like the powers that be are exploiting the current pandemic situation to sweep all of the problems of their making under the carpet without a trace in order to escape proper accountability and oversight by you and the membership at a time when it is needed most. Six months ago, the chief executive stated, We're not going to enter into online debate on social media with the morons in the organization. Yes, we've read that quote a few times here now on the show. That's quite shocking. Uh, It now seems that they're not even prepared to enter into a debate with anyone at the AGM either. If they don't allow you to speak, then whose association is it? Theirs or yours? As things stand, it looks like it's a power grab. Now that is very concerning. (laughs) Now, these are emails in that's came in from you guys, the piping folk. Now, these emailers obviously have asked under power of anonymity... ...because they're really quite strong feelings. And I have to say, these are not obviously the viewpoint of ourselves here on The Big Rab Show. We are reflecting the view, the viewpoint of you guys, the piping folk. The general piping public. This is such a worrying time for the piping world. And when we see behaviour like this from their official media outlet, such as Piping Press... And they're talking about beer tents and the possibility of having to perform in concert formation. We're more concerned about whether we're going to be actually able to pay bills. Will we actually have an association to talk about this time next year? There is a huge financial deficit that's hanging over us like a massive anvil waiting to fall. And we have no clue. We have absolutely no clue. What's going on? And anytime we ask questions, we get bupkiss. Absolutely nothing. Now, you guys know that ourselves on the Big Rab Show, we pride ourselves on being impartial and trying to be as balanced as possible. Now, I know for this past 20 minutes, half an hour there, I just spoke uh, quite scathingly of Piping Press and our Pipe Band Association, the RSPBA. Now, the reason why I did so is because I'm reflecting your viewpoints and the serious questions and concerns that you guys are raising to ourselves here on The Big Rab Show. We have, in turn, raised all of these concerns. We've asked all of these questions and put them to the RSPBA. We've also raised them with Piping Press. We've contacted all the editors of Piping Press, the admins of their Facebook pages. We've tried to reach them in every possible avenue possible to let them guys come back to us and let us know just you know, what the decision process was. When you had John Hughes there in front of you, why didn't you ask him about the financial stuff? Why didn't you ask him all the big questions that all of us have been asking and address our concerns? You know, why aren't we having an AGM? Why why can't we do it over Zoom? You know, why can't people... Tune in in a secure online meeting. Use passwords and stuff so only the banned secretaries have access to it, you know? Um, So if you're wanting to cut out the regular Joe Blogs public, you can do it that way. Lock it down. Put a password on it, you know? Give the password to just the secretaries and that's enough. Or, I don't know, there's so many questions that we have in the piping world. I'm, I don't know, I'm going around in circles here. But basically, the answer that we got from RSPBA was... And the answer we got from piping press was exactly the same, absolutely bobkiss, nothing. Now ourselves in the Rab Show, we want to give both sides of the argument here. Okay, we understand that piping folk out there are very concerned for the future of our association and our piping world in general. We have what we believe to be legitimate, relevant, and acceptable questions to raise to our annual general meeting and our board of directors. None of these questions, by the looks of things, are going to be addressed or answered. And that leaves us all scratching our heads, wondering, well, will we ever get answers to these? Or, you know, will we just let this AGM slip and just let it go? You know, ah, forget about it, lads. You know, big season next year. Let's go. Uh, if it's my opinion, I am deeply concerned about this. I've already spoke about it before in previous podcasts where we talked about the 2021 season. And I am like, you guys, I can't wait to hit the grass again and just start playing tunes. And all of this politics and all of this nonsense can all just fade away. I wish it would go away. I'm sick of talking about it, if I'm honest. But dear goodness, it's going to have an earth-shattering effect in our piping world if things aren't, you know, ship-shape. And at the moment, things aren't looking great. And uh, we're kind of, you know, they're, we're, measures seem to be put in place to do their best to try and keep us in the dark. And this kind of flies in the face of what the charity regulator actually encouraged RSPBA to do. Whenever we read that report on our previous Rab Show, they were encouraged as a result of the uh, charity regulator investigation. They were encouraged to be more open and transparent with their membership. Instead, what we're seeing is the complete opposite of this. They're locking their membership out, making them vote by proxy over correspondence. And if you submit a question, if it's relevant and it's acceptable, then you might get an answer published after the AGM. I don't know, guys, but that really flies in the face of transparency. And I don't know where you guys sit with that, but with me, that's not transparent. I I just don't know. I don't know. This has been an incredibly difficult topic. There's been a lot of very hurt feelings along the way for a lot of people. And yeah, I don't think that the guys at Pipe and Press or our RSPBA are aware of that. There's been a lot of hurt involved in all of this. And I have to say, to anyone listening to this who has been offended or so, you know, in some way hurt or aggrieved by this situation, I offer condolences. And my assurance that you're not alone. As you've heard by those emails there, and I only read a few of them, to be honest. I got so many all talking about the same thing and using language that I can't bring to the podcast. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll need a bleep machine. Um, yeah, some of the language was really choice. Uh, but um, people are angry. People are hurt. And they were think- <laughs> we think we're being ignored. You know, and when media outlets such as ourselves at the Big Rab Show, we get ignored. We do wonder, well, you know, if we get ignored, then what possibility is there of a, a regular tenor drummer in a grade 4A band have of getting an answer to his question, for example? You know what I mean? So I don't know, guys, what's happening the future of our AGM, the future of our RSPBA, will we ever receive answers to any of the questions we've asked over this past series of six, eight months? Will we ever get to the end, to the end of this? Will we ever be able to put it behind us and move on and start playing music? Dear God, I hope so, but I honestly can't see it. I I just can't see it at the moment. So, guys... I would urge you to draw your own conclusions. Ourselves here in The Rab Show, we obviously have our own personal views on this, but the views that we've reflected on this week's podcast are those of yours. Your opinions that have been flooding into us on The Rab Show podcast. And yeah, like I said at the start of the show, we're the show for the and folk. So we reflect your views and views and that's what it is. You know, we are the mirror for what you guys are feeling out there. So if you do have your own opinions on this topic and your own concerns, then certainly email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com is our email address. And yeah, that's where it all happens. You guys mail us in and that's where it happens. We're we're not shy of tackling big, you know, issues like this, big, scary topics. And yeah, just feel free. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com and we'll bring your questions to the fore, talk about them and you never know. We might actually get an answer. If you want, you can do your own research. Pipestrums.com have published articles on the lack of an AGM and the feelings that are felt there. And There's been a number of people actually speaking under anonymity, which is really quite interesting. Uh, some people on the inside, so to speak, have spoken, spoken under anonymity and spoken about how concerned they were about the piping scene, and it's possible future or lack thereof and also you can go and check these articles on pipingpress.com and talk and well have a look at what john hughes had to say about the future of piping and drumming there's no mention of the finances at all the redevelopment of hq and the possible financial future or lack thereof of our association it's very concerning very very concerning and yeah i don't know guys you can do your own research on this um i'm not gonna uh, to quote a northern irish phrase i'm not gonna teach my granny how to suck eggs (laughs) there's an ordinary saying for you you can google that to find out what that means Uh, but basically uh, yeah i'm not gonna you know tell you guys what your opinion should be go and draw your own conclusions have a read at the piping press articles have a read at pipesdrums.com. have a look at all sorts of articles around this topic ...and also look at social media commentary as well... ...and what other people in the piping world are feeling... ...and what what their basic thoughts are about this... ...it makes for a very interesting topic of discussion. But like I said, there's a lot of hurt feelings along the way... ...and there's a lot of worry and concern out there in our piping world. And I think that ourselves in The Rab Show, we would be remiss... ...if we didn't talk about it. You know, because this is all the piping world's ever talking about. Since these articles dropped over the weekend... It's all the messages I've been receiving. The tweets, the Facebook messages, the emails, the phone calls, text messages. is all talking about the one thing. And that's piping press's behavior, their articles, and also the actions of her RSPBA and their decision not to have an AGM in person. So, very concerning. If anything, there you go. I will leave that there. That's a huge topic and possibly could have been a topic of the week. But I do think as much as that is a huge, big pile of negative, I do want to put it out there. Anyone listening to the podcast right now that may well be involved in our association, I do know quite a number of senior officials in the RSPBA do listen to this podcast. And also, I am very acutely aware that people from Piping Press do listen to the Rab Show quite a lot. If any of you guys out there are listening to this and you're furious with anger and think that we've got it all wrong, or you think that you do have some potential answers for us on any of the issues that we've just spoke about, please do get in contact with us. We do want to give your side of the story. I am sure there are legitimate reasons why an AGM is not being held. Yes, social distancing is a thing. Yes, public safety is a thing. But online technology is also a thing. You know, when it's okay for our own government and cabinet and everything to hold online meetings via Skype or Zoom or any other WhatsApp kind of group or whatever, there is so many different technology ways to do it, it's possible. And if anything, we've realized that recently they actually released uh, some minutes from a, a Precus meeting, I think it's called, uh, where our board of directors actually had a meeting with a number of them tuning in via uh, an online service. I can't remember the name of it now. Um, But they have held previous meetings before with people tuning in online. So they do have the technology facility there, but they're just not employing it for the AGM. That's quite interesting. Hmm. So guys, very long topic there, but we do want to reach out to RSPBA, our association, and also to the guys at Piping Press... We've emailed you, we've phoned you, we have messaged every possible point of contact and we have got zero response back. Anyone listening to this podcast right now, if you're so aggrieved, annoyed, angry or you just want to put your story across and give the other side of the argument, please do get in contact with us. We have reached out to you and we've gotten zero back. So someone, (laughs) if you're listening definitely get in contact with us and if you want to be anonymous as you just heard i've read out a little series of emails there with no names who all wanted to be treated uh, anonymously apart from williams there uh, you can certainly get in contact with us and we will definitely keep your name out of it but if you want to put the message across as to what exactly is happening behind closed doors then definitely get in contact with us we want to hear from you and give both sides of this story big rab show at gmail.com okay I think it's at this point in the show that I need a little lie down. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Time for a big cup of tea, I reckon. (laughs) It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world... ...that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits. And it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range... Launched in August 2019 with innovative features, developed alongside British Drum Co. international marching specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning axial range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade. Made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none. Contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing.
3: Hello, this is Fred Morrison
4: and you're listening to The Big Rab Show.
0: Uh, Topic of the week... Yes, you know, you may already think that you have just had a topic of the week. Uh, No, but yes, we will revisit this again. Don't worry. The whole thing to do with RSPBA, the AGM, the finances, the piping press behavior, all of that scariness and nonsense, we will revisit this. All right? This is a topic that will not disappear, and we will bring it as a future topic of the week. But this week, we actually wanted to end on some positivity. All right? Because we thought this week's piping news, so much negative like so much negative and we already think there's a serious amount of negativity in the world already you're not going to tune into a podcast and just get so depressed and just ah why am i even bothering lifting the pipes you know why am i even lifting the sticks well ourselves and the big rab show team we decided to get together and just have a bit of a chat As you guys know, at the start of every season, we do have one of our, possibly one of our, you know, our better podcasts that we do every year. But it's also one of our most popular is our season preview. Now, you guys know we don't have a season to talk about, so we don't have a season preview. But we did think that we could possibly gather together, the Big Rab Show team, and just have a chat and talk about what we would have been looking forward to for this incoming season. So, without further ado... Here is a chat with the Big Rab Show team featuring Deej McIntosh, Jordan and Andrew Shilladay. Uh, yeah, it's just the best crack. So here it is, the guys from the Big Rab Show team hanging out, having a bit of a chat. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. How are you, all? Right here. <laughs> good, yeah. <laughs> so the reason why I wanted to pull this podcast together is because normally in the month of May, we would do like a season preview. And we could say, oh, this, in this grade, this is the band we're looking forward to here. Blah, blah, blah. But we can't do that this year. So, yeah, I figured I'd bring you all together just to have a chat with you. Yeah. So, first of all, then, can I just ask you, um, how have you been coping with lockdown? How's your band in that been coping with it too? If you ever wants Struggle. to start, like... <laughs> <laughs> Struggling.
4: Struggling, eh? Oh, I just... Trying to get a hold of people, you know, it's it's been difficult trying to get people turn up to Zoom practices if we've been having them. kind mm-hmm. to hold of them for new music, it's just has been a nightmare. But
0: just That's trying cool. to get keep people connected, I suppose, when everyone's all split out and stuck yeah. at home and all of that, yeah. So, Andrew, what about the Mighty Lagan? What, what have you guys been up to? Have you been coping all right during lockdown or?
5: Yeah, well, well, we're really missing each other. Um, that they're like waiting up every week and things. And you know, we, we were quite busy before all this year. Mm. Um, locked down and <clears throat> I suppose, yeah, uh, just oh, looking forward to seeing each other again. And uh, hopefully, we all make it through. Well, all's all been all been good news so far, though.
0: No, good stuff. Jordan, what about you guys then? What, what have you been up to during lockdown?
5: Uh, we've just been, well, we've been
6: kind of keeping the social side going um, really a lot as well because that's kind of one of the bigger parts of the band as well. So we've been doing quizzes and messages and stuff, but we've been doing the practicing as well uh, so to keep, to keep everyone together and we've been doing separate drumming practices, separate piping practices and then coming together later on, which um, can be quite a mess. and get everyone, this is time delays for some people. with Mm. Some people sound really far out, but it's it's been going good. So it's been going good. It's set us up for the next season, and quite well, hopefully.
0: So, just to remind us, which band do you play for again,
6: Jordan? Um, Airport band.
0: Ah, there you go. Yes, cracking outfit of a do say so, Michelle. Yeah. But have, yes. have you been Have you been struggling as much as what possibly Deeds and that has been, you know, trying to keep everybody together, trying to get people uh, to show up to practice is the thing.
6: Yeah, you think it'd be a lot like people would have a lot more spare times in their hand, but it seems to be quite the opposite and um, so because you know when, it, when before lockdown everyone had their schedule could do the stuff during the day but not able to do that stuff so people might leave shop until later on now because it's busier um, and yeah. so we're not able to get you know everyone on on the call but we do try like every kind of second week to try get everyone on so everyone's keep going um, and yeah. uh, occasionally just sending an a wee video of you practicing and um, so yeah keep going
0: Well, that's one thing that's been my experience is the sending of videos back and forth all the time. Like, I don't know, my lead tipper in North Texas, he's been sending us MSR after MSR after MSR, and we've been sending videos back and forth. How do you find that whole process, though, of sending videos? I'll be honest, I record like a run like 12 times, and then I pick the better one out of all of them, rather than just switching the camera on and go when you get one chance. You
6: know, how's that yeah, been working well, for you? Well what I've been doing on a supply basis, I've just been kinda of getting my, an external speaker, using my tail end, putting the music on in the background uh, what the pipers and stuff playing, otherwise it would just be a lot of bangs. Mm. Um but to make sure that's on my own and I'll send it into the core and then um we've been putting it together to, uh, into our video and um, to make to make it sound as good as possible and then we can pick out the flaws people are making and and it'll make us a lot better from doing it
2: like that.
0: So, and for yourself, for teaching as well, I'm sure you're doing this a lot with students. You know, they're having to send you examples of their playing. How have you found that process with them? Um, different. It's really, really <laughs> different. I,
4: I don't know. Sitting on the other side of a table from them, um, you can stop them straight away if they mean something wrong or if they're holding the sticks wrong or if they're sitting wrong. or You know, it's just... Yeah. Whereas... If they're practicing at home and not having that one to one face to face, Mm. they're practicing all these bad habits and only sending in one recording of me and I'm saying, well, look, you need to fix this, you need to fix that, or be careful in this part. But they've already been practicing these bad habits and the build up to that recording, continued on those bad habits, past the recording. It's just.
0: Yeah, uh, it's difficult. Yeah, yeah
4: I'm, I'm struggling with the technology side, to be honest. I, I don't do well with technology. I can turn the computer on, I can open up this, or I can open up a music writing program. That's yeah. pretty much my <laughs> techno- technological know-how.
0: But other than that, it's just horrible. Someone that's pretty good with technology, though, has to be our video editor, Mr. Andrew. What about Andrew Shelley? <laughs> yeah, so how have you been finding this whole technological way of learning now, Andrew? You've been teaching myself and loads of others how have you found it
5: well I I, uh, I can relate there to what Deej was saying there you you do have the difficulties but but also I guess there's some 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 positives out of it as well like um, as you said yourself Rob like you maybe would have like maybe had 14-15 goes (laughs) at recording before sending something through and you know what I've been asking people I think that's a very good tool to use. Record yourself, listen back. Mm, yeah. and you hear wee things, and and you go, and you know yourself. You can there's wee things you can fix, mm-hmm, and mm. and that that actually, I've been getting a, a lot of my pupils to do that. Even send me in the pipes and things. And uh, the other the other side of things is because we're not there in person. There's a lot of skills that um, really at well, maybe even for beginners, that you would have your tutor or or pipe major or some, or somebody to get there to do for you, but you're you're having to teach some of these techniques a little earlier, mm, um, yeah. mm-hmm. and and uh, and 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 your a pupil in themselves are are needing to be maybe more independent, um, and in certain areas like yeah. like maintenance and. All, all sorts. So it's, it's good that way. Mm.
0: Um, and having so. having to teach stuff like maintenance, you know, how to how to lap a bistro and stuff you know, how to actually maintain your pipes without actually physically show it here. This is how I do it kind of thing. You know Oh,
5: I can still do that. Just hold mm. it up on my end of the video. Aye. And get them to the hold theirs up. <laughs> 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 I guess it yeah. it's just um like you take one step at a time you don't just go straight into a bass drone you might you might talk about just manipulating the read a wee bit i mean and mm. in, in, even in a basic way of like you know taking a little bit of hemp off and, and putting it in a wee bit more or adding hemp and lifting or
0: uh, how to seat it and, using, a wee, yeah. using a
5: wee bit of tape for some of the holes and things and maybe perfecting their tuning and things i guess so uh,
0: there you go yeah <laughs> Well, that's one thing us drummers don't have to worry about, eh, lads? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as we have a flat service, we, we, we can play anywhere. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on then, I have got a load of questions here that I wanted to discuss with you guys on this week's podcast. I'd be interested to know your thoughts. So we'll kick things off. What were you looking forward to the most for the twenty twenty season? The one that's now cancelled. Was there been something from this year that you were really excited to see? Well, kick off with Jordan, and how did you find this incoming season? Were you excited for it?
6: Yeah, I was excited for it. It was my first about would have been my first season in this band. Um, now a lot of the members in this band used to play in the juvenile band. used to play, in, so I was looking forward to um, playing with the same you know players I used to play with. Mm-hmm. Um so we're kind of used to each other's playstyles how everything was working um, and the pipe majors, um also someone that used to help with my old band so i was really looking forward to it um, but i'm sure we'll have a good season next season as well uh, but another thing i was looking forward to is this is going to be one of my first seasons of being 18 Um so that brings our <laughs> new levels to the band scene um,
0: you get to attack the beer tent there then jordan yeah then. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely.
6: But I have to wait till next season. I'm sure i will still got IDs that they'll be up next season as well. Um, <laughs> but that's one of the main things I was looking forward to. is just getting out and playing, That's no, what you do practice for the winter for, is to go out and play at the end of the
0: day. Yeah, um, that's and it. Not be able
6: to do that, it's not the best. No,
0: exactly. Andrew, what about yourself then? What were you looking forward to the most then for this incoming season?
5: Uh, it was a new grade. We were recently upgraded to 3A after Wind Worlds, and we're really looking forward to that. We had had a new MSR on the way, and we had upgraded a wee bit of the with our medley and some other things and um, mm. really looking forward to that new challenge and uh, well we also had our numbers were looking really good you know, across the whole organization the the senior and the junior band Um, I think we are looking well including learners as well. We had over thirty pipers and and uh. Oh, wow. uh
2: that's a drummers lot. were looking
5: good as well. we were lo- really looking forward to it, I guess, and, mm. and and even you know, like really missing the band scene as well. Because uh, you go out there and you're seeing your friends that you, you maybe the other side of the country or are, are like they're
2: yeah. in a different
5: country, like, and you, you you enjoy meeting up with them at the at the majors and things they got, So really missing that.
0: Yeah. So as as well as the playing side of it, there's the social side of it as well. Yeah. Really, that we'll miss Absolutely. too. Yeah. Did what about you guys? looking forward to twenty twenty? What was well, exciting you the most? We we had a lot of new players, certainly for drummers.
4: We had a lot of new drummers coming through. Um and it would have been their first season. Hmm. Um and there was a few of them that was, was gonna be their last season as well. Um ah. and it was gonna be, you know, before they'll head off for finishing school this year, heading off to go to uni and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So it would have been you know, it was just the guys I've seen all, all the small things you know meeting up with everybody having that all that hard work pay off or something yeah so, but no I think the biggest thing for me was all these new drummers I'd brought through the school and they were starting to come on to the band and it was we're going to get them out this year yeah and um, then all
0: of a sudden that plug's pulled and yeah it.
4: Um, so that means that we're in a position for more coming through next year
0: hopefully well, that's that's the hope then and if anything that brings me on to my next question but i wanted to tell you what i was most excited about for this incoming season and that was just hitting the grass again and seeing how our world championships panned out i think last year's world was possibly one of the most competitive ones and 2020 was shaping up to be like a dog fight in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the grades, and I'm not just talking grade one, obviously that's the one everyone watches on the BBC, but um, I'm talking that grade two was insane last year. You know, it was so hard fought, and then even 3A, Andrew, you were talking about, 3B as well, like all the grades, even the grade fours, it was insanely competitive, and even from myself, as a fan, I could stand back and say that I couldn't wait for the worlds. this day, you know, for 2020. Uh, yeah, whenever I heard the news that it was postponed or cancelled, it was like telling me uh, Christmas is over, you know. Someone's went over, pulled the plug from the Christmas tree. <laughs> it was awful. Uh, so that's what I was looking forward to for 2020, the world. I was looking forward to the big game. Um, but rolling forward then into next season, you guys then all are building. Then obviously for next season, uh, are you putting in any extra work, like any new material, anything that we're waiting for
6: yeah well we were um, we had a few new kind of scores getting a for next season kind of getting prepared and stuff so it gives us in a positive way we're getting a wee bit extra time to be able to perfect them but kind of balances out because every other band is going to be the exact same as us um, but, and but new scores we were more difficult as well new, new um, music for the papers as well um, and I'm sure we'll have one or two new players and um, joining as well hopefully Um but it was just a matter of seeing where it goes, but it just makes the 2021 season um, a lot more exciting because there's a lot more riding on it. Um,
0: That's it, it,
6: a, yeah. it Exactly. Everyone's kind of made a, a year less progress because if you're more, if you hoping to win the world this year, you've got to wait to next year. Um, mm. There'll be other bands, newer bands um, new bands, joining us at Ormshire to try and compete for that tor- trophy.
0: Indeed. So, Andrew, I'm not sure what way it works, but will Tully Lagan be world champions two years in a row in 3B? Is that the way it works?
5: <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not too sure how that works, though. So, um, still, still reigning reigning title. Matt. we still got the title, but uh, there you go. I don't oh, know well. if we've won it again, though. But,
0: <laughs> so you guys building in for 21? Then, well, how are things looking at the lagging?
5: well um, when when all this shut down, it, it you know it it was it was devastating for for all of us, really. But, um. I guess we're we're still still working towards. We've got plans for twenty one or twenty two, whenever this is gonna be. Mm. Um, but in the meantime, we'll, we've been doing a lot of video. Well, I, I've the pipers. I've, I've been myself. Like I, I've got all my solo ones going on since the lockdown. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, and and even just just even trying to improve as players overall. More than anything, because uh, I think I think one of the things people need to watch out for, uh, preparing for twenty one or twenty two, whatever it's going to be, is that you know, by the time that comes, maybe <laughs> maybe a bit tired of that stuff uh, mm, yeah. again, and and it mightn't be as fresh. Uh, but you, you don't know, you know, you can you can plan ahead. Uh, some other things we've been doing is, uh, uh, like a uh, some of our some of our players have have been going round to a, a nursing home and and played in there.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I've seen bands doing this. So Tully Lagan was doing that too, yeah.
5: Yeah, just just there's one a wee bit close close to the band there. We went round to that one. Hmm. Maybe have a few plans to go visit some other ones
0: there you go fantastic you, what about you guys then uh, as you said there might be a few players then that might not be with you guys next season so you're actually going to lose players as a result of this
4: well I've managed to convince them to make next year ah, uh, well, good. 99% <laughs> of them to make next year their big last farewell to all of um, contract negotiations then well, that's yeah. it you know I think as I say you know, a lot of them are going to be leaving school and going mm. off to uni and stuff so. Yeah, and uh, I did point out that now they've left school, they're all hitting eighteen. What better way than to just stick with? all go for another year and have a grand day out. To be honest,
0: that's it. Give it a good push for twenty-one, indeed.
4: But, uh, yeah, we've 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 got the the set for next week. Next week, I wish. Um, next year, <laughs> we've got the new set for next year sorted. Um, we've got a few other pieces that we're going to start hopefully rolling out. Um but like Andrew says we don't want to be doing too much too soon. So what our, my main focus has been is each individual drummer kinda working on their weak links mm. as individuals. Yeah. So when we do start getting back
0: it's hopefully less work to do. Yeah, yeah it'll just be mm-hmm.
4: mostly coring work than mm-hmm. learning scores. Nope. i will going have to spend a lot of time on drums because it's going to be God knows how long since we've all touched a drum.
0: I know. And that's another thing, you know, with playing on practice chandlers and practice pads at home. It's t- completely different whenever you go to the actual instrument, you know, and I'm sure a lot of people at home haven't looked at a set of pipes or a snare for that matter, or even in Jordan's case, a bass drum. You know, it's going to be a different world then whenever you actually lift the thing
4: and have a go, you know. Every time I leave the house, there's a drum sitting at my front door. It doesn't mean to say I've picked it up, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, class. Well, guys, I want to move on. We have another of questions here I just want to get through. And this is possibly a big one. We talked about it on last week's podcast and it's motivation. We want to... Have you guys got any tips or advice of how to keep people motivated during this? Andrew, you were saying that people can get burnt out. I think you're quite right
5: yeah that's 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 a big uh a worry like um because mm. you know you always you always see uh, look in different situations where maybe either work or family or, or like many different reasons people take a wee step away from pipe bands and and even once you get out of the way of it once you've, you 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 say you got your, your practice mondays thursdays whenever them Thursdays, Wednesdays, Friday nights, whenever they, mm. they start to get filled with other things. And, uh, and then you get into a wee habit of that and it's hard to get them nights free again. Uh, no, not but I, uh,
0: yeah, I'm just uh, in that boat myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
5: and, oh, and I guess, <laughs> I guess it's, it's just, I, I think me for, for what I'm teaching, that is my main aim, just to try to keep people enjoying this. And, and keeping them going for as long as possible, and um, like uh, the it was a really great thing. A lot of pipers all over the world have been like uh, playing on the Thursday night for NHS and oh, showing support.
2: Yeah. Oh. That
5: that I think that has been a really helpful thing uh, on the motivation side of things, because mm. uh, we also want to you know, sound our best for you. know to really show our, our best appreciation as well, so you know, in our lessons, we're we're like trying our best to, well, we'll prepare our best for that, and mm, yeah. that's something to aim for. Just like during the season, you had a a concert or a competition to aim for. Yeah. Um. I guess uh, I tell you, like, and we've we've hoping we're hopefully going to be doing something quite soon. Uh, maybe putting something together to put in the Facebook maybe ears. <laughs> ah, there
0: we go. There you go. That could be might, an exclusive pick there.
5: Make it yeah. get, get yourself involved. Rob. Uh, one, of my, one well, of my pupils.
0: Yeah. <laughs> squeak and squawk my way through something, I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Deej and Jordan, have you guys got any advice or tips to try and keep people lifting the sticks, trying to keep them motivated?
4: I'll let Jordan go first. All right, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I've been, <laughs> what I've been doing is
6: I've been um, doing some challenging scores. I've been getting some challenging scores, writing some challenging scores, um, and obviously, ones that I can't do it to start with, and just keep battling into them, and eventually being able to master them as well. That's kind of an end goal, as such, and um, that's what I kind of motivates me to keep playing. But one thing I always say is, don't forget your rudiments, your basic rudiments, because um, if you're doing the hard stuff a lot of the time, you try to do something really easy. You end up yeah. trying to overcomplicate it. But, um, for me, motivation it has to be just keep trying something to perfect it, and um, because it can always be better. Um, and the judges in the park will always say, even if you think you had a perfect run, they'll say it can always be better as well. Uh, um, as from the result sheets. Mm.
0: So it's it's to personally challenge yourself all the time, basically. Yeah. Not, not to yeah, rest yeah. on your laurels, thinking you're class, but to actually keep pushing. Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, there's always room for improvement with yourself. Um, to
0: get better. Well, that's a even, I think I'm, I remember listening to an interview once with Stuart Little, of course, incredible pipe major, and he's always said he's never played the perfect set. You know, and all of his years yeah. of playing, Willie McCallum has said the same thing. These guys that we would count as being legends in the piping world have always said they've never played the perfect set. So that is a, it's a good way of motivation, I suppose, to try and reach that goal. Yeah. Deej, any advice, mate, for motivation? Um. Well, I think my
4: biggest motivation is to keep all the other drummers motivated. Hmm. Because if I don't keep them motivated, like Andrew says nobody—they've got to find other
0: things to fill in that slot. Right. Um. So. I got that you know, Xbox I'll, or PlayStation and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, 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 when the computer's close at the end of the day, that's my motivation afterwards. But. Yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> The, I, I try and do stuff that, like Jordan says, you know, get them doing all the, the basic stuff, but not in a sit-and-play paradiddles for 10 minutes. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like That's, yeah. that's just going to kill you. That's just, yeah, just going to bore you. Boring. Unbelievably mm. boring. So make it fun. Do you know what I I just, I don't know. It's, it's been a long time since I've properly sat and listened to the, the top 40. You know, like when I was a kid and it was all still uh, tape cassettes and used to sit and record and oh
0: right off the radio
4: yeah trying <laughs> try to do in time with the, the, so you're getting the, not getting yeah. the, the radio presenter's voice over it <laughs> so I've been listening to songs lately and goodness music's changed but just daft exercises to fit along with songs that there you go. all the kids because yeah. all the bands must have made up of kids so most of the kids know these songs so mm they're going to subconsciously listen to them whether it be on Spotify and stuff. So if they're doing it, I've made up these exercises. They're going to kind of walk past their stuff and go, oh, well, actually. And they'll sit down and work on it and mm-hmm. practice it. And So that's that's, that's kind of the daft three things I've been doing.
0: Um, seems like a bit of fun, actually. So just picking a song out of the charts and then yeah. like having a line of triplet, triplet or flam triplets or something to play yeah. along with it. Make up absolute yeah.
4: As long as it's... Productive Keep,
0: nonsense. And keeping the hands moving is the thing. That's yeah. a genius idea, actually. Love that. There you go.
4: So uh, what lot easier for tenor drumming than what it is, snare drumming.
0: Oh, really? Aye. You can well.
4: in daft flourishes whatever you want. You'd have to do as much playing. <laughs>
0: just, just flourish the
4: whole flourish thing.
6: Flourish all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't have to play anything. Just flourish. <laughs> Love it. Well, guys, we're reaching the end of this, unfortunately. Um, I have a bit of a question. I'm going to spring on you now. This hasn't been pre-prepared, um, but it's been noticed by a lot of Rab Show listeners that we're now fast approaching episode 200, which is crazy. I can't honestly believe we've reached that far. It's insane. Have you guys any suggestions for what we could do for episode 200?
6: I think it's got, to be, it's got to be one or two, I'd like to say, players from bands involved, because that is at the end of the day, the bands that make
0: this happen. Um, yeah, that's it, yeah. Episode 100 was like that. We had like a live performance with you know people yeah. coming in and playing. I don't know if we could do that again for episode 200. I don't know. We'll certainly have to do something special though.
6: Something special, yeah. Something yeah.
0: Dej, Andrew, any ideas? You're both looking so confused, guys.
4: <laughs>
6: well,
0: oh, you can
4: see their faces right now.
2: <laughs> They're oh. like, oh my god. <laughs> I don't
4: know. You want to do something that's going to beat episode 100? Yeah, that's going to be difficult. But, but uh, no, it depends right. on the, the, the circumstances, you know. If we're mm. still all in lockdown,
0: there's not much we can do. <laughs> we, can do. Now, we need to be really inventive. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, here episode two hundred's going to come pretty quick, and yeah, we are in the process now of thinking about it. Um, but one thing that we have been working tirelessly on this last while, especially our computer guru, Mister Andrew Chaliday, you've been piecing together all of our replay series this last while, and that's been quite a, an interesting process for all of us. How have you found that, Andrew, putting all that together?
5: Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a tough job. Uh i I'm no professional or anything it's it's just a wee bit of a hobby of mine and so i'm just just doing the best i can but uh, uh a lot of it's just i'm going by that I'm just going by my eye, you know All uh, right. but i yeah. uh, <clears throat> you know the first one we did that took maybe a week and but I'm getting a wee bit more efficient some of the things like uh we've got uh, t- Saturday today we've got the the Ulster Mid-Ulster Championships in Cookstown coming yeah, up.
0: Yeah, just whenever uh, we're recording this, yeah, yeah that'll go uh, on YouTube. Probably when you're listening to this, it'll be on our YouTube channel, so you can go and watch yeah. that, yeah.
5: And then Saturday coming, that'll be Belfast, and yeah, yeah. I think maybe some drum majors again, and then we've got uh, got something exciting coming for the UKs and the Euros. going to try to upgrade oh, that a wee bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, we'll keep that one close to our chest for now. I'm
5: looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, that's it. We've all been working. Like a lot of people think that you know, lockdown and everything happens, and then everything that we're doing on the Rab Show because we're not live streaming, we're not doing anything. But if anything, we've probably ramped up from what we were <laughs> before. Now, how have you found things, guys, in the back room? It's been real busy, isn't it?
4: Yeah, yeah. I've, I, obviously, I've not been as busy as Andy doing all this editing and stuff. Because I honestly, like I said earlier, I'm a technophobe. I'd head headbutt the computer and walk away. But <laughs> no, I wasn't expecting it to be this this busy when we're doing everything. Yeah,
0: it it has. It's been crazy. So well, if anything, through your guys' support, continuing to tune in, listen, subscribe, all that stuff, that's exactly why we're doing it. You know, to try and promote this music and tell people that we're still here. You know, we might not be on the grass, but we still love this music. And this is, yeah, we're trying to share the love if you want.
6: Share the brotherly
2: love.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome stuff. Well, guys, thank you all so much for joining me for this conversation. And thank you to everyone for tuning in this week. If you haven't already, please do click subscribe. So each and every week you'll get a little bing to let you know that Rab's uploaded another one. And so, yeah, any passing thoughts, lads, before we go? Just want to give a shout to anyone before we say cheerio? That nah, everyone shakes their head. No, up all... the leggin'. Yeah,
5: I, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I was on mute there because I was coughing. And then I, I was trying nah. to rush. <laughs> yeah,
0: I knew an up the leggin was coming. Yeah, <laughs> so we get a more on the pool or on oh, the air or whatever. No, hi, I'm on the pool. On the pool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Class. Well, guys, thank you all so much for all of your continued hard work on the show. It's very much appreciated. Thank you all. And, uh, yeah, for Aaron McIlwain and to Alicia uh, Dixon-Hamilton, they were supposed to have joined us for this conversation, but we don't know where they are. They've disappeared. Uh, But we'll catch up with them, I'm sure. Anyway, guys, thank you all so much and we'll hopefully talk to you all again. All the best. Bye. 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 <laughs> there you have it. That was the lads. There, well, an, an awesome bunch. There, and yes, there was two people missing from that conversation. Of course, Alicia Dixon Hamilton there and Aaron McElwain. Don't know exactly what happened to them. Whenever we initially recorded that, but they were nowhere to be seen. We had no idea where they were. Uh, but hey, there you go. The news to lose, I suppose. But we will get them on another episode of the Rab Show podcast shortly. I'm sure. So shout out to Aaron and to Alicia as well. You guys. Work tirelessly in the back room of the Big Rab Show team. Thank you. And it's just a shame we couldn't get you on this, this week's episode. We will catch you again. We will have another conversation going forward, I'm sure. On all range of different topics. Not just the season in general. So, there you go. That's another Big Rab Show podcast in the can. It's been quite a busy week this week in the piping world. I'm sure you'll agree. And a lot of feelings around the place. Anger. Frustration joy and despair i suppose if you have an opinion on anything that we've discussed on this week's podcast please email us bigrabshow at show at gmail.com even especially send us your voicemails as well they're also very important so we can bring new voices to the podcast so you don't just have to sit and listen to me talking all the time email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com is the email address also don't forget to check out our special promotion with the guys at piper's dojo bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo and you can take 30 days of dojo premium for free and you can also now take advantage of their free tuning program which is available on there and it's for nothing absolutely free it's a whole tuning program how to wrangle your pipes and actually get them tuned to perfection Uh, and i think it's a four-step program is that what andrew said yeah so go and check that out it's up there now on the big rab show website bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo so there you go by listening to the podcast you get some free stuff awesome don't forget to check us out on patreon as well if you like to support the show and anything that we do here in the rab show team definitely Give us a click on Patreon and be part of the Patreon faithful and get your hands on tons of extra piping content. So yes, don't forget, check out our YouTube channel this weekend. New video of our replay series will be dropping this weekend from the Belfast Championships featuring Grade 3A, Grade 2 and Grade 1. Just remind ourselves, just why we're in this. The love of the music, the love of competing and the love of our piping and drumming way of life, you know... (laughs) So let's remind ourselves over the course of the weekend on our YouTube channel, Big Rab Show over there on YouTube. Alright guys, if you haven't already, please do give us a rating on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to us right now. Tell your friends about our wee show, let them know what we're doing over here. Spreading the love and all the goodness from our amazing piping and drumming world, that's exactly what it's about. And each and every week we can introduce more people to what we know and love to be the great Highland Bagpipe awesome stuff all right guys thank you so much for tuning in this week and clicking download hopefully next week's episode will be a little more lighter <laughs> i think this week's episode has been such a downer man Ah, i really hope that's not the case but hey i have to reflect the news don't i yeah there you go email us in show at gmail.com until then we'll see you here in the podcast next week all the best Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.